Blog Talk Radio. You're now tuned in to Culture Freedom Radio, the home of Lions Vibe Radio, Liberation Tabernacle Ministry, and much, much more. Talk radio that wake up the minds of the people. Say it, I say it again, you've been had. You've been took. You've been hoodwinked. Bamboozled. Let us pray. Run on up. This is what he does. Oh, indeed. Oh, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We up in this house one more time. Yeah, one more time. Indeed. I forgot to give my own self. Give y'all self a round. I give y'all a round of applause. Thank y'all for tuning in right here one more time, right here to the Culture Freedom Radio Network, most definitely up in this house, up in this house. I am your brother, indeed, Sunray 9, brother Sunray 9, and also brother Arya Yahavadai Yasha Allah as well. Y'all know I go by both of those different names or uh, titles. This eight is just a title, man. But how y'all doing, man? How y'all doing on this magnificent Friday night, man? We up in the month of May. This is May the seventh of two thousand and twenty-one, indeed. And also tonight, though, uh, I have to let y'all know I'm not broadcasting live right here on Talk Show as uh, along with the Blog Talk. Um, so the show will be archived a little bit later, right after this. I will upload it though, so it won't be no video on talk show videos. Listen to try to catch it on talk show the video. So I'm not doing it tonight. And I just a little bit tired, so I didn't feel like uh, actually, man, putting on no clothes and actually, man, just turning on the camera. So yeah, y'all won't see me in my tiredness tonight. Um, just coming to the house right here tonight, man, and next um, again. Uh, y'all can always find us on the various social media apps or social media outlets, should I say, on Twitter at Culture Freedom Radio Network on Twitter, or they say at Culture Freedom 9 right there on Twitter. And you also can find us again right there on Facebook at uh, Culture Freedom Radio Network, or you can find me right there at Sunray. That's, uh, you know, y'all know how to spell sun, and that's R-E, Sun Ray, right there on Facebook, and you can follow me right there. And let's see what else we got right fast. Let's see what else we got right fast. I got some other things I'm going to do, and I'm going to put in, um, and I got to come some of the commercials and tell y'all about some things. Y'all want to get some products from my good, uh, good brother down there in Jacksonville, Florida, brother Umar Sharif. Oh, man, of Masjid El Salam. I uh, get that right there for y'all, but uh, right out there, get my musical break in here. Y'all know I got to bring the choir in here. I got to bring the choir in here, man, to play, uh, give us a music, musical selection. Got to have that, man. Guy can't do a show starting off no show without me a little music. Y'all know what I mean? Because we're going to get into some stuff tonight as well. Talking about some music. This type of genre of music called hip-hop, and we want to talk about the effects of hip-hop. Now, we're, talking about, we're not talking about the hip-hop that back in the days where we had the Eric B. and Rakim and um, KRS-One and y'all know the Jungle Brothers and uh, Tribe Called Quest and none of that. We are primarily talking about and targeting uh, today's so-called hip-hop music. That's what we want to be getting into today. And uh, and I do have some of that in the description. Do you think? Do you think today's hip-hop, I say hip-hop or rap, 
is affecting our youth in a negative way. Let me say it again. I did put youth, but hell, I might, we could say just uh, people that listen to that in a negative way. Now, I know most people will say the youth, but hell, I see I see some people in their fifties and sixties and forties and all of this stuff that listen to some of this old. Y'all ain't gonna say it right now. Um, some of this damn type of music, man, that they got out here right now, what they call it, trap music, uh, mumble rap, whatever, and just be playing it like crazy. So we 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 say to youth, but it, it could be just help our people in, in general, just all, everybody, goddammit. But anyway, y'all know what I mean. So, yeah, do y'all think that today's rap or hip-hop is affecting our youth in a negative way? And but today we want to talk about right here, this subject matter of the topic of conversation today is the destruction of the so-called African-American mind. And I use their titles, African-Americans. Y'all know how I like to say it. I know because everybody don't fit into the category. I like to be called African-American. So y'all know right there, I say that's why I put the name. I mean, put the word so-called. You know what? So-called. So fill in the blank. Put um, your term, your label. As hell, they're saying now you have a label. Put your label in there where it says African American, right? So it would be the destruction of the so-called your blank your mind. Y'all don't get it. Y'all get it? Okay, cut it out, son. Right? Yeah, the destruction of the so-called African American mind. That's what we want to be getting into today because we're talking about some things. I want to go into some things that is primarily happening in the news. Uh, happened here in Memphis uh, what, last week, uh, some tragic things, and there's a lot of things that's happening. And uh, y'all know who primarily we're targeting or we're talking about in this particular show. This show is primarily targeted to what we call the black community, uh, melanated community, whatever, Moorish community, whatever community we want to say. So right there, that's what it will be tonight. So that's what we're talking about, man, the destruction of the so-called African-American minds. And we're going to go at this thing at several different ways tonight. So it's like several different things uh, intertwined in this particular topic tonight uh, as we get it right here. Before I, like I said, before I get this started, man, I got to come on. I got to cut this other computer off here on my thing. Be breaking up. But yeah, before we get started, man, I got to come in here with a musical musical selection right here. But so right now, I want to play something, man. I just heard this song. Uh, my my wife was playing, and I guess this is a a, a song that's re- that goes right along with what's happening to today. This is Dietrich Haddon, uh new song. Well, it's been out since a little bit February, but it's called by Dietrich Haddon, man, "A Sick World," and most definitely this is fitting for today's times because we are showing sure up living in a damn sick world, and I ain't talking about just cause coronavirus. We talking about mentally sick and so spiritually sick and so many other ways. So let's get this Dietrich Harry Matt right in the sick world. And we're going to get this topic of conversation on the road right here. Your show will be hosted by none other than your brothers. That is Brother Sunray 9 and Brother Justice up in his house as well. We are y'all gracious hosts and we'll be hosting right here tonight on Culture Freedom Radio Network. And we're delighted to have you in the house with us as well. Come on, let's see. Can't stand to lose nobody else. 
that's happening, especially in our society, and see things that's happening with our people. And I would just subway right into a topic right here today. Like I said, thank y'all for tuning in right more time, man. I like that song. I just heard it. That's the first time I ever heard that. My wife was in there playing, and i like, man, I got to play that one right there. I was going to open up with some little Teddy Pendergrass, man, Teddy Pendergrass. Uh, but, man, that one right there, I had to hear one because that fit right there. Uh, you know, I was going to play that Teddy Pendergrass, man. Uh, what was it, y'all? Wake up. We got to wake up. But, hey, that one goes right along with it this world, man. I mean, because he's touching on And ain't even talking about music at the same time that we're going to get into. You listen to that type of song and hear the musical, I mean, the the, 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 the lyrics that he, and the things that he's talking about. And it's right on time. You like talking about the vaccine. You heard a little bit about the vaccine and things that are in there. Um, the subway into this topic tonight and just some things dealing with the mind. Um, here on, I think it was last, I don't know when it was exactly, man. I know it was Saturday or something to that degree. I think it was Saturday. Here in Memphis, I don't have the whole full story in me, but I just talk about it. Tragic situation happened last week here in Memphis. A mother stabbed to death her um, 10-year-old daughter and stabbed her uh what was it 18 year old sister now the sister didn't die but the 10 year old died the 10 year old daughter died and she they said she tried to drown her i heard two year old and i heard a three year old so i'm just gonna say three year old baby now yes she stabbed her 10 year old baby to death little daughter to death stabbed her 18 year old sister and tried to drown, attempted to drown her three-year-old baby. Now, in that she said that the devil made her do it. Y'all know, y'all ever heard that before? Somebody said, the devil made me do it. Y'all have heard that before. The devil made me do it. And they even said that she uh, said, I had to do what I had to do. That's what she told some neighbors. I had to do what I had to do. And she was saying, I, the devil made me do it. Mm. So there's some things that brothers and sisters we are seeing that's happening. And this is not the only time that these type of things are happening. We're having mothers stabbing and killing their children. And we're seeing that the murder rate amongst ourselves is I don't know if we can say an all-time high. I know it's high as hell. It's just continuing, just killing, 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 shooting, shooting of each other, like Malcolm and stabbing. I got to throw stabbing in there because there's been several incidents where a child was stabbed and stabbed to death. Now, knife incidents are on the rise. Knife violence are on the rise. Assaults are on the rise. What is wrong? What is wrong? Something serious, seriously, is wrong with the minds of our people. Now, I'm just dealing primarily, seeing like there's a lot of people, different ethnic groups and racial groups of people, but we primarily want to talk about us. We got to deal with us. That's what we're here to do, deal with 
us. I can't. We can't fix nobody else. Like I said, we got to deal with, with the situations that's happening with us. It's like I can't fix go in nobody else's neighborhood and try to fix their neighborhood when mine is in shambles. The neighborhood where I reside is in shambles. We got to fix. Like they said, sweep. I, I, I go back to old church saying, y'all. They said sweep around your own doorstep. So we got to sweep around our doorsteps and ask the question, what is wrong? Um, we see a lot of auguring, backbiting, fighting, tearing each other's down. Um, there seem to be, we know in the, even what they call the so-called conscious community, there even seem to be a lot of tearing each other down. Um, and you know the, the, the thing that when I'm talking about tearing each other down is always going after somebody because of what they're claiming as their uh, culture or spiritual tradition. And um, we tend to go with each other. You not this, you not that. You ain't the people in the Bible. You not the people on the walls in Egypt. You not this, you not... <laughs> Just petty, minute bull crap that we seem to find ourselves in all the time. I mean... Why are we arguing with each other about historical shit? I mean, just people that, because listen, y'all, listen. People say we, we are trying to get knowledge of self, and I'm glad I'm hitting that knowledge of self. We, 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 I know we use these terminologies when we say, I'm trying to get knowledge of self. We got to get knowledge of self. Well, we're talking about the mind, too, is today. When you say that terminology, just think about it, knowledge of self. What does that really entail? Because I know we use it when we're talking about trying to find a cultural identity. That's primarily we get it, or trying to find ourselves culturally as a people. I got knowledge of self because I found out I was a Hebrew Israelite. That's not knowledge of self. I found out that I that we are the children of. I mean, we are uh, of the the Tamarans, or we are the Kometians. That's we are the Nubians. That's not. Knowledge of self. Knowledge of self is finding yourself. But I mean, knowledge of self. When you find knowledge of self, when you're trying to get knowledge of self, the knowledge of self means just that. You are trying to find yourself. You're trying to find out what make you function. You want to know what, what make me tick. Y'all know what I mean? What's my, what, ha, what is it that make me function? Why do I think this way? Why do some mornings I get up I seem to be in a excellent mood. I seem to be in a great mood. Some many, some days I get up, y'all, I'm pissed off at the goddamn world. What is it that's making me act this way? I'm trying to find out about me. Knowledge of self is about me. Why sometimes I, I, I'm motivated to get up and do some things. Sometimes I'm not. I'm trying to find out about me, my inner workings. That's knowledge of self. You're trying to find out about my health. What is it that making me, what is it that's why I'm having high blood pressure? Why is it that I'm having diabetes? Why is it that this and that? Knowledge of self has nothing. Y'all might say I'm wrong, but that's cool. Knowledge of self is not about when the hell you come from. Or we come from, I would say. Because most of the time we use that terminology, we're talking about because we found out something, like you're saying, that we are Hebrew Israelites, the Moors, we are something, something, and we use that term. I got knowledge of self. We say, we got knowledge of I found out that's who we are. 
just not knowledge itself. And I, y'all might just say, well, it's a terminology we use, Sunray. Come on, brother. It's not literal like the Bible. It ain't literal. That's what you might be saying. But we really do have to find knowledge of self. And by finding knowledge of self, let's dig into our minds and let's really do, like I said, what is making us, well, some of our people function the way they're doing in, the, in this destructive mindset that seem to be, as I said, like the murder rate at an all-time high. I see people, hell, I be at places where people, like I said, seem to can't get along, backbiting at every goddamn angle. Every angle, just can't, just can't get along for nothing. What the hell is going on, man? I mean, just, just where is the, we talk about we got to unify, but I see some of the simplest shit, the simplest little shit that we are arguing about and fussing about, and and, and it's just so petty why we can't come together with some little minute stuff. I did just real petty shit. At all, all angles, we 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 just like we, the more somebody try to work to bring us together, it seems like the more we try to fight each other, the goddamn it, stay separated. Somebody bring up some shit to to try to keep us separated. Now I need to get into some. I'm gonna play and just I'm gonna subway into something here. Uh, and and anyway, anyway, um, I'm gonna throw out some. I was gonna do something. I'm, I'm gonna hold that because just has got some things he's gonna throw out uh, for us too as well. But um, I was watching some stuff, and I like I said, I'm gonna hold that for another time though. But my good brother. Uh, um, I said, my good brother, but I seen some stuff, y'all, with 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 um, goddamn Chief X, y'all, who we've been going at the conscious community and things of that nature, man, and talking about, and and there's some stuff just really going down, trying to, uh, I guess, try to eradicate and get rid of a lot of this false teaching that's been a feel good teaching that's been going around in the so-called conscious community. And, and like I said, a lot of things have been truly been romanticized. Um, and so there's a lot of stuff that's going down with that. So I'll I, I play that on next, another show, a whole thing where chief X was going out talking about, man, it's now these Afrocentric scholars and shit, man. So they been lying to the people, been lying to the people, but that's another whole topic in itself. But we're going to get some stuff into this music. And I wonder, and y'all know I asked this question before, right? With that sister. I mean, I'm going to buy the sister. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I, I'm serious about this. I would love, I wish, God damn it, some kind of way that they can do it. I have a politician, y'all listen to me, or a psychologist, or somebody listening to me. God damn it, please write this down and, and, and do it. Try to do it. When a person do a, commit a, a, a heinous crime, it ain't just got to be heinous, but a murder, robbing, or uh, something. Not just no, uh, not just no, you know, he don't stole a, a goddamn candy bar or something and went to jail. I'm talking about some, like I said, really just shot up some folks or shot a person and did something to that degree, raped somebody or kidnapped or some kind of old shit. That's why I kind of said Haney is at first. I would love to them, I would love for them to ask, do it when they go into jail, 
you know, when they get they, when they get ready to process you in the jail, they ask they do ask you a lot of series. I mean, they ask you a series of questions. That's what I'm trying to say. A series of questions anyway. To, when they process you, I would like for one of these questions to be two of these questions to be. In the last twenty in the twenty four hours, y'all heard me say this before. In in the past twenty four hours before you got in, you you did the crime. What type of music were you listening to? And what and were you under the influence of any kind of drugs or alcohol? Basically, I would say some drugs. Or, yeah, yeah, fuck it, drugs or alcohol. Hmm? In the last twenty four hours before you committed your crime, and I would like to know the stats behind that. I would like to know. Well, yeah, I was listening to some. Uh, if the if the person said, they probably like, what the hell? Why they ask about some goddamn music? That's kind of crazy. But you know, I know they ask. Where, where, am I affiliated? You know, gang affiliated? You know, am I Muslim or something like that? They ask you religious preference. But goddamn, what kind of music I listen to? What kind of shit this is? You know. But it's gonna make a, it makes a hell of a lot of difference. Well, I was listening to some. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody now. I don't know too many goddamn rappers out here. Now. I was listening to something, and they was some kind of old rapper. Uh, let me see. I can't say two chains. I don't know. Hell, y'all know some of these crazy ass rappers. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's the dude name? Um, Slim Thug, Alf, Young Thug, whatever the goddamn dude name. So I said Slim Thug, whatever his damn name. And um, he was saying, yeah, you know, he what what song was it? And it whatever song, and you know the lyrical content of those songs. Right. And I think I got one in here that I'm about to play from Brother Justice sent me. Um, and so when you hear it and you're like, OK, because a lot of this music, man, I'm telling y'all, y'all don't understand. It does have an influence on people's psyche. So I wonder what was what was really going on with that sister. I won't say it was just the, probably the music that made her do what she did. But I wonder if some things that happening in people's lives. Y'all know what they, there's the things they, you're under the influence. If you go out here and drink, go out here and do it, y'all. No, nah, don't y'all do that. I'm just playing. God, let me see. Let me see it. <laughs> this is a disclaimer. I'm telling nobody to go out here and do this. But if y'all went out here and get got funky drunk, uh, some people said sloppy drunk, or got an influence of some drugs or something like that and got in your goddamn car and went down the street, got by a police, you know, and do some crazy shit till the police can catch it. Watch one of the questions they're going to ask you. Deliberately get pulled over. I hope y'all don't try that, though. And one of the questions they're going to ask you, probably ask you, uh, have you been under the influence of some drugs? Are you taking any drugs or alcohol or something today? What Most of the things you get go to jail for like you do one of those things get pulled over for drunk driving or smokers you know you you took some pills or whatever snorted some coke or whatever they would get you for being under the influence they say, are you under the influence of anything what's what's wrong with you have you taken anything but most the key word is under the influence and a lot of things influence people in different ways See, sometimes you have a, a, a like Minister Louis Farrakhan can say some 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 magnificent words and influence people to change their lives. There's an influence. He's an influ- influential person. Uh, some certain music, gospel music, can can be influential to certain people, make them serve the Most High and change their lives and different stuff. There are things you read, and music can be the same way you listen to some of this old gangster ass thugged out ass crazy ass music it will influence you because most people don't know these these um 
these musical actors. Don't look that up in the dictionary. Y'all ain't going to probably find that. But these musical actors, I said, who, and I think the brother going to mention is in this video that I, I, should, I need to just go ahead and play the video. And y'all can hear the, the sound. You can't listen. Watch it because I ain't doing it on screen sharing tonight on the other thing. But you can hear it. But these musical actors, and guess what a lot of them doing? They know they don't do none of this stuff that they uh, spew out over the airways and things of this nature. But our people listen to this. Some of our people listen to this shit, and they act it out. It's just like a child will watch the movies, watch Superman or uh, something like that, Spider-Man, and soon the damn movie go off here, get a sheet or a blanket tied around his his neck, his or her neck, and and because they got you know I guess got a superwoman or whatever now too, Wonder Woman, and it's, they might try the girl sisters might try, it. and they tied around and they can get to jumping all over the couch and jumping all over the bed. I'm Superman, you know all that shit. Might be uh, the Black Panther, you know, but they black they want to be black because they saw it on the television, so they want to be that because it influenced them. It's like I'm a superhero. Y'all know how we played. You know we was young, we played the same thing. We saw something and it influenced us. We wanted to do that emulate that so they do this in the music as well you got a lot of brothers who trying to emulate the damn uh what's his name uh rick ross they want to be rick ross they want to be a baller and shit they want to do all of this shit they hear in the music you know they got to be stunned uh uh you know the women listen to them the women want to be like the cardi b they want to be the megan stallion and all of this stuff and oh man let me play this video but it's the mind, brothers and sisters, is the turtle in the way. Y'all know they always said that. Let me play it for you, man. Uh-oh, let me get this commercial out of the way first. But the influence, man, the, and, and, and our community is hurting. Um, communities are struggling, man. It's a lot of shit that's happening. This that shouldn't be happening in our community. Now we know we always had crime. I'm not going to play that game. I'm not going to like say romanticize it like people do history. We know we have always had crime, but it's to the point now, man. It's it, people like are scared to come out their goddamn houses. And I was listening to a brother today on the radio. They was talking about the crime here in Memphis. The brother said he used to, like, when he get home from work, he'll park his car and walk to his mailbox. He's like, uh-uh, hell no. He said, I pull up just enough and just, I can hurry up and jump out of my car and jump back in and then pull on up in the driveway. He's like, man, it's too crazy. It's not safe. Even just be, and I, I, I feel the brother on that. I told y'all how the shooting been going on around my house. Sometimes I'll be, when I got to drive down them same streets, I'll be like, man, please don't let these goddamn fools get to shooting out here. And just so happen, because like, look, they don't know how to shoot. Uh, y'all already know that. They just shoot all willy-nilly and all of this shit and be like, damn, I be, just so happen, I be riding down this street, the goddamn folks get to shooting and get excellent in shot, you know. Well, let me play this video right now. I guess it's ready. And this, this thing is entitled Rap. Music ruining teenagers' lives. Music ruining teenagers' lives. And I know some people are going to disagree. I know, but it's cool. You have your prerogative like Bobby Brown. But check this out. Yeah, I guess it load here in a second. Hey, kings and queens. Welcome to SoFlo TV once again. Let's run through this topic real quick. This topic right here, and I'm not here to bash rap music or hip-hop. I'm more so speaking on the content of what mainstream media is pushing. Okay. Now, 
My oldest child just turned 13, right? He was doing fine all along. Up until the point where I started noticing, like, drastic changes, started dressing weird, different. That's cool. Then his grades started slipping. See, we live in a modern-day age now where had a conference with his teachers, and his teacher posted his grades online at a private site and gave us access to it through a PIN number. So I can get on and access his grades at any given time. I don't need for him to bring home a report card. I don't need to ask him, so how are you doing or how are your grades? I don't need to ask him that and uh, rely only on his answer. I can see it in real time. And it's updated uh, weekly. So with that said, I watched this kid go from the lowest grade he had was a C. He had one C. And he went from having one C to suddenly having two Fs, two Ds, and a C. Two Fs, two Ds, and a C. Five bad grades out of seven subjects, right? I was wondering what was going on. Let me, I don't even know how to approach it. I was wondering what was going on. So I started searching through his stuff. I'm a very involved dad. Um, I started searching through his stuff. Um, and and, and the, the things I came across that struck me mainly was this guy went from wanting to be a super athlete and wanting to be a good student because it's required in order to become a super athlete or at the level that he was heading for. For instance, they don't draft NFL or NBA players out of the streets. They draft them out of college and universities. So in order to make it to that level anyways, you have to have the grades, the mindset to uh, get through college or university. Anyhow, he dropped from that to what I found in his room. I'm looking at all these papers, and I mean bags and bags of papers. Turns out the guy stopped doing his schoolwork and started writing raps. He wants to be a rapper. He put up a YouTube channel, and I checked it out, and he has a skit on there about uh, selling drugs, and he's talking on the phone to my younger son. Yeah, nigga, what? Send that money, nigga. I'm going to send somebody to kill you, nigga. And, and I was like, what the, like, where is, that's not your life. But anyways, I was wondering what was causing this. It has to be outside influence. Then I checked his raps, sheet after sheet after sheet. There was not one positive rap in there. He's talking about how him and his, um, how him and his goons locking the block, how they busting the Glock, and how they giving niggas face shots or sending sending a full clip at the ops, and um, mama got to close the casket because there's no face and, and all kinds of crap. So I'm like, this is, we live, let me show you where we live so you can understand, like, it's dark in here because I'm getting ready to leave, but we out in the light right now. Look. I know y'all can't see it. I know we can't see it, but the brother showing, you know, his, his outside way he lives. Do you see anybody out here locking the block? Busting shots at the ops. There ain't nobody outside. Uh, selling kilos. All these were in his wraps. All right, check it. 
Yeah, he's just showing his outside environment. Nice community. Nice middle class, what we call middle class community. Nobody outside. Nobody. Not only you see a dog running around. Let me see. Grammarly. That's a commercial in there, y'all. But uh, got a little bit more of it. And then I got one more. Oh, here we go. And I stayed quiet for a minute so you can actually hear that you won't even hear a person's voice out here. Okay? You won't even hear a person's voice out here. Only thing you hear are the birds singing. So I was wondering what block he was locking because if he's not in school, he walked down the block. I dropped him to the bus stop when I'm home, which is the other block over. He walks past quiet houses, not one person standing outside unless it's a senior citizen going for an early morning walk. So I can't figure out where this uh, block locking and uh, block busting is coming from. Then I got to find out uh, it was all about his music and the music that he's listening to and what mainstream is pushing for him and his generation. I'm in love with the Coco. Really? You're in love with the Coco. Everybody knows they're talking about cocaine. It's just things like these that made me stop listening to rap music. Now, there's conscious rap music out there. There's rap music out there that makes sense, but it's not being pushed by mainstream media. And uh, I can't help but think that they're actually using the music to damage the minds of the youth. It's like they use the music to stare them right into prison. For instance, music is powerful. It cuts straight to the brain, man. That's the reason why they have us. Remember your ABCs? A, B, C, D, E, F, G. It was much easier to learn than for us to say A, B, C, D, E, F, G. As opposed to A, B, C, D, E, F, G. H-I-J-K. Some of us used to go L-M-L-O-P. <laughs> Remember that L-M-L-O-P? But anyways, music is powerful. And if you look at all these kids' programs, they were, they're rapping on it now because rap is that powerful. It's rhyming. And any, when you can rhyme and pattern, the brain is going to remember it much easier. And for someone to be rhyming in patterns about killing other people or killing your own kind of people, selling drugs, uh, driving foreign cars and all that other bull crap. That's what's cutting straight to the minds of these youth. So with that said, I took away a couple of things from him. He's back to being a super athlete. He's back to excelling in school like right away. This guy plays the trombone, mind you. <laughs> he plays the trombone. He plays basketball. He plays football. It cost me over $1,000 for him to play sports. Sports isn't free anymore. It's not like when I was growing up, sports was free. And I went, to school, I went to college on a part athletic, part academic scholarship. So I know exactly what it takes to get there. You know, and I, I push him, but to see him sidelined and sidetracked so easily and give up on the things that really matter, it really bugs me. And I'm, trying, I'm thinking, like, how many more children are going through this and how many more parents are going through this and they're not realizing that, it's actually coming from the music. 
I'm not blaming the music to an extent because we must govern our children and it's our responsibility, but you can't govern a teenager 24-7. Understand? They leave your house. They're out there. So they're influenced by others, their peers. And nowadays, cell phones, every teenager has a cell phone because you want to be able to get in touch with your teenager in this crazy world at, at, at an instant. Nowadays, it's just the other kid on the bus that has a phone that has all this crap on it and your child sitting next to him and he's listening to it. And it's catchy and they're singing it and it makes them cool because others like it. And everybody, especially in that confusing age of teenagehood, you want to be accepted. You want to be seen as a cool kid or with the cool kid. It's hard to stand out, but I'm trying to teach him to stand out, man, stand on his own. Because it's that what's going to separate him from the rest. Parents, if you're a parent out there, if you're a hip-hop head, rap head, whatever, shed some light on this for me. Like, comment, share, subscribe. And as always, SoFlo TV, tune in because we have videos coming on a daily basis. I'm out of here, about to go get some productive stuff done, and I'll see you on. All right, yeah, check the brother out, check the brother out. There's SoFlo TV, appreciate that for that content. And just as your mic is open, and uh, just I throw something out there, what that brother said was talking about how his son, you know, how hell he wasn't living that lifestyle, but he, I, man, one of my uh, nephews was doing, trying to do that same old bull crap. You know, damn well he wasn't raised up like that, and he was not living that lifestyle, but he was start trying to rap. And, um, you know, because he wanted me to be one of his assistant managers and stuff. And I thought, you know, he had a song that, that, that was cool. I was kind of down with that. But then he started writing all this old other crazy stuff. Now, he won a contest. Uh, I think it was Coast to Coast. I forget the damn name of that thing now. Some kind of Coast to Coast rap contest. He won it when he came to Memphis with a nice song. That good content to it. Wasn't none of that old bees and no weed, none of that stuff. It was about, you know, really just trying to do the right thing and get his family, you know, out of, you know, the poverty or the struggle, you know. Um, then he went from there. He went crazy with it. And I, had, I said, no, I can't do this. No, I'm not messing with that. But anyway, he started rapping, talking about I'm smoking weed. I mean, I'm selling dope on the block. Just like the brother said, I'm selling being these bees and talking about calling women bees and H's and all. I'm like, bro, that ain't you. You don't do no bull like that. I just, and I bagged away. But thing about it, his his mother was supposed to be the manager. She was approving of it. I'm like, nah, I ain't down with this shit here. Excuse my French. I ain't I ain't down with this. I'm not messing with this. No, my name ain't going to be nowhere on this here. I don't prove it is. And it's just been a couple of years ago. I was on Coach of Freedom. You know, y'all still been on it. But um, then he got to the point, like I said, he didn't want to work. He just depended on, man, I'm going to be a big rapper and this, that, and another. And, you know, started having children, didn't want to work, thinking about time out of goddamn rap career, still making this crazy-ass music. And, and just relying on, I'm going to be a big rapper. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it big. I'm going to do this here. You know, is uh, man, it's just some crazy shit, bro. That, that, that's just shit there, bro. It's damaging. Now he is actually smoking weed and trying to start selling, trying to try to start selling weed and all of this shit now. You know what I mean? So it, it, it went from not doing it, then you start rapping about it. Now you want to start emulating what the shit you were rapping about. 
You know what I'm saying? And you would you wouldn't grow you didn't grow up like that, Doc. You didn't grow up like that. But I don't know. But but just as your mic is open, brother. Your mic is open. PT just had to get my yeah. um, Bluetooth thing off of there. Oh, okay. Peace and blessings. Uh, Biden didn't pay the bill for you this month, my bad. <laughs> no, no. He, they took <laughs> care of it. <laughs> I got <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, peace and blessings for you, brother. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, peace, peace and blessings. Uh, that intro, Derek Haddon song, should be played on the radio in place of some of these songs that we hear on the radio on the regular stations that they play the rap music on. Uh, I know it wasn't particularly a rap song, but it's more like an R&B song or a worldly song that has consciousness in it. So that, the only way well, I can... That's a gospel song. They only play it on the gospel station, I think. I think. I but see, that was... But you know, I, I'm I'm thinking that that kind of song should be incorporated onto regular stations where they play the hip hop and R&B, and just R&B. have more of a diversity of mm-hmm. songs instead of the same old songs. I guess because that song has the beat that mm-hmm. you know people would be attracted to, and then there's a message in it. And it doesn't have a gospel sound to it, mm-hmm. not the kind of gospel that I grew up with. And so I'm not hating on the song because it has good words. Mm-hmm. And I think it should be played mm-hmm. and it should be mixed in with the rest of the songs. It should be more songs that are acceptable and more positive that could be played on the air than the songs that we hear. Daily. Um, yeah, I, I like that song. That was a good song. So, the destruction of the African American mind is what we do. And is rap affecting people in a negative way? Well, you can go. We just you, heard. You, go, you stated, brother, on the youth. You can just stick with the youth. How you want, you know how you had it. Oh, no, you know, it's all good because it's all related. Um, I I, I didn't know quite where to start. It's it's just so many places that you can start on this topic. So for me, I'm going to start when I was younger, and it seemed like there was an explosion of conscious raising music that was just, continuing to hit my ear. And I thought that at some point with all of this kind of conscious raising music, I figured that in about 10 or 15 years, everybody would be conscious. Now, this was around 1990, 1991, maybe when I was having these thoughts. It could have been 89, but so but anywhere between 89 and 91, I had those premonitions. And um, 
But then uh, it had to have been before 1991 because I remember in 91 listening to the radio. It had become more of a, I need a gangster bitch. A gangster bitch. I want a gangster bitch. A, a gang, you remember that song, Sunray? Yes, sir. Unfortunately. Okay, so, right. So this was what was starting to happen. And now prior to that, it was more songs that didn't even say the B word or any N words and all this. But around that period of time is when you start to see songs like that being dropped in the mix of the songs that they even played on the radio. They might even edit that and let it be played. Um, so just looking at it, there was a balance at a certain point because it was more conscious music in the beginning days. And then it got to a point where, okay, now they got stuff that they're hitting them with, with allowing using profanity and other things, crossing the line and stuff. Because when rap first began, it would have never been allowed to be played on the radio if they came into it cussing and calling women bees and using the N-word and all these things. They just wouldn't allow it. So they had to be careful coming in. They had to be very respectful with the music. And they showed and proved how to do that. It was about getting away from the street activities of fighting and, and gang activities and bringing it to phone and having a battle with words, but not to say that how they're going to kill you or something. It was more intellectually or who can rap the best using the most type of words, the different types of words. So that was the challenge. And to not fight each other or stab each other anymore, now we're going to have a competition of, of rhyming, who can rhyme the best. And that's what it was about, was to get away from the violence and to come together and understand how we can have unity and at the same time we can, set, we can still have competition amongst ourselves. That was, you know, um, something that wasn't that you were going to try to kill someone. It was just a friendly competition of lyrical battles. And it was a lot of times just some incredible things being said that you never heard before. All right, now I'm going to move forward. Just like we got this um, this coronavirus, and this was done the same way with this music thing. It's a pandemic. How mm-hmm. they planned to destroy our music early on after they saw, just like what I was seeing. I said, 10 or 15 years, if it keeps going like this, everybody's going to be woke. And so the people who run the business and run the game saw my vision as well, and they didn't want that to happen. And they did us a disservice by promoting violence and gang-related, you know, uh, 
uh, violence and whatnot, and then to downgrade ourselves and call each other out our names and this, that, and the other. So the plan is when our music got infiltrated. Before we dealt with white people and had to go to them, we were making our own thing. Now, I'm going to indict Run DMC real quick. Mm-hmm. Now, when they got with uh, this dude and made Walk This Way and all this, that was something that was was what we would call um, a crossover. They crossed over. And when they did that, that showed more people that they could cross over to and just to get money and whatnot. Now, prior to that, Run DMC was seen as pro-black, everything looked like they was they would never even deal with white people like that. But here they are mixing in with rock and rollers and talking about walk this way. Now, look at it today. All of our people is walking this way, looking like them with the skinny jeans and the tattoos on it and the no shirt and the tattoos everywhere and and just walking it like a walking like you a snake and not like you dancing or you can dance like a real dancer or something. You just walking in place looking like you dancing, but that's really a snake move, not doing anything. Just slithering around. So the demonic forces have infiltrated the black man and woman's music and to the point now where they control it and we were the ones controlling our own music and music videos now they control it and tell them or suggest to the rappers what their theme should be and how it should look and what they should wear and what is how it should go down, and they just fall right behind everything that white people will tell them because they believe and trust everything the white man will tell them. So if the white man say, "Yeah, you should put on this, you should uh, carry this, um, uh, carry this chalice and sit in that, sit on that throne over there," and then when we shine the light a certain way, you have to cover up one eye, and then. You you make a face, and then we'll put a subliminal depiction of you looking like the devil with a real quick picture of that, but then it'll go away. So with a subliminal quick shot, they got him as an image of a devil real quick in the video. And not just one time. Throughout the video, these rappers are emulating satanic gestures and straight up devil moves all throughout their videos. It's too many videos to count that this is happening there. There's all kinds of stuff going on where it's all related to the devil or Satan. Uzi. Even Uzi Burt for one. Not yeah, that's for one. And uh you can talk about young thug for two. That's the food name. I couldn't get it right. 
it's a couple of young uh there's a couple of rappers that go by the young names and young this and that and yeah. thug and this and that so you could get it confused. Little Nas X. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't go one. You if you watch this video by NBA Youngboy called now you might want to look it up tonight and uh check it out. It's called <laughs> Stick With Me. NBA young boy mm. in the video is all demonic. I mean, you just watch the video, you see all kinds of things related to the devil and him being a worshiper mm. of him or, you know, just doing the work of him. Overall, when you look at it, the people who have infiltrated our people in the music business are now the producers of their song. And okay, that sounds that sounds real shallow, real quick. Oh, they're just the producers of the song. Oh, that sounds like what they did something for the, the rapper. It's worse than that because they white, and not just because they white. It's what they doing while they're white. They're mm-hmm. intentionally making the beats and throwing them off beat. They're making the beats and throwing them off beat throughout the song. Do you know what that does to your body or your heart while you listening to a song and the beat go off rhythm? That's intentional. That destroys people inside and it creates a lot of internal hostility in your body. This is intentionally done. There is no way, nowhere, no how a white man should be making your beats. No way. And if you black, you shouldn't be making no beats that's thrown off. You are perfect people. You come from the perfect person who made the perfect beat. We was always looking for the perfect beat, people. But here's the perfect beat for you. That's the kind of people we are. We the perfect people. We don't mess around and make a beat throw it off. We've never done that in the history of making music. But this is happening. You hear it throughout the song. It's on the wrong megahertz. And that megahertz that they're putting it on when they throw the beat off, it's totally way off the wrong with the correct megahertz. Because they done slipped it somewhere where you got to count this megahertz. And it's a whole nother one. Now, you know, the appropriate megahertz to ride on is 528. That's the megahertz of the creator, or of love, or of peace, unity, respect, the qualities of the goodness of the maker of the of the universe. That's the 528. And anything that's not riding on that is, is not on that level, like being on a level of hip-hop. When you hear a hip-hop beat, that's the 528. When you hear a real hip-hop beat, even if it's the one, like, you know, like, even like I said, Run DMC, the early Run DMC beats was all the hip-hop beats, was the real beats, which was to put you in balance and in tune. 
So what they doing now is on like a 440 or something else and different vibes, different megs, then it's really screwing with everything inside us, inside of us, of our spirit and how we operate naturally. Um, There's other artists in the game, even the female ones, they're doing things that pertain to worshiping the devil and Satan and promoting um, promoting uh, backwardsness. So, mm-hmm. if you got women like Cardi B and The Stallion and Beyonce and and Rihanna and all, any woman you name, I don't even care which one you name, they all they all involved. Guilty. All of them are guilty. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Because they would rather have the money and the fame rather than to just be clean and to do things righteously. So in order for them to be guaranteed the fame and the wealth, then they would do the do the service of the enemy of the creator by working for the enemy of the creator by doing the negative things that give them a negative image and promote dysfunctionality amongst us in everything that we do. So the women are promoting sex and how big they body the parts are and how attractive they face may look or how they think they look so good, this and that, and how much money they have and how they can trick a man and how they can do so many different things and have so much fun and all this stuff that has nothing to do with working for the greater good of uplifting your mind and living in uh, accordance to a certain righteousness or having a certain common righteous law amongst the people instead of leading them in the wrong direction. And so they are paid to lead the multitudes, all these rappers, the women and the men ones, all the ones, they're paid to lead the multitude, all of their fans and all of the people, the little kids that watch them or listen to them, they're paid to lead them into negativity and into into a world of uh, being down with the dictates of Satan and being in agreement with it. They're all promoting that. They're promoting yes. that. Yes, sir. And, Brother, just I mean, could y'all, they just hold it up for one second. We got a call on the line. So let me just see here we got. We got a call on the line. It says, name is Ben. Uh, welcome in to Culture hey, Freedom Radio. Good Rick evening. Show. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, 
I agree with a lot of, of uh, what you're saying. Um, you know, singers are not talking about how looks fade over time. They're not teaching that you need to look forward into your life and uh, really think about the things you're doing now. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I got to ask this question. Do you listen to hip hop music? Uh, I do, actually, yeah. The, the the newer stuff that's out here now? Um, yeah, I, I also like uh, the far side and stuff that's a little bit older. So I like far side. They were a good group. <laughs> yeah, they were. So. so what so what type of hip hop I mean artists do you listen to? I mean you your mind is asking. Um, you know, I I like Hobson and everything. Um he seems to be going through a lot of turmoil in his life and I can kind of I, I can respect that. Um you know, I I also would listen to a lot of Tech Nine too, which is you know, I don't know if that's all that great or anything. Mm-hmm. But um yeah. and see Hobson's not they don't even play him on the radio either. So yeah, I used to oh, like no, not at all. Yeah, I used yeah. to like him. But do you listen to any like like mainstream artists that you hear based on the radio and that they're promoting? Did you listen to that, some of them? Uh, not necessarily. I, uh, I I'm more of a talk radio kind of guy. I'm I like uh, things that are thought provoking. Yeah, I'm not saying hip hop's not uh, thought provoking, but uh, it's something I enjoy. I w- I will say it for you. It's not. <laughs> well, it is. It's, it's negative thought provoking. If that's a damn word to how to put it. It's not positive thinking, I would say that. Well, we're talking about likely mainstream. But like you said, some of these artists, there's, there's some hip-hop that's out here that's great as far as a good artist, but like I said, they don't get that spotlight. Mm-hmm. They don't get that, that, that right. mainstream media because, number one, like Justin was, was saying earlier, how a lot of it, like, we kind of listen to, and I usually listen to all that negative stuff before I, you know, start learning, you know, about mm-hmm. um got out of that negative behavior myself because I used to be in all that negative stuff doing the same thing. But when I got away from that type of lifestyle, I don't want to listen to that music no more. So I got into a lot of more yeah. what we call conscious, conscious hip hop. All the rest of it is just was, it was, it was garbage. You know, we B's and H's, the women yeah. and just degrading. I'm going to kill you. Dope man, dope man. Oh, I know. And that type of stuff is, you know, bad bad stuff for the community, which we don't need to be hearing, and you know. And so, yeah, so that, and when they went from there, but like I said, you that a lot of that now is, it was a what, a, a, a link between hip-hop and the, and, and the prison, prison industrial complex. And that's the, right, somebody right. can say that's a lie, but hell, it seemed to be. Seemed to be a lie. Right, right. Mute yourself if you got to blow your nose. Oh, sorry. I'm sitting on the pot right now. Oh, well, yeah. We'll, you mute yourself while you're doing that, man. That's wrong. You might have to yeah. let him go somewhere. He's doing that. being rude. Yeah, he did. They, You know, they do that on purpose. Yeah, that's what I wanted to just see that. You know they go do that shit on purpose. Yeah, you know, he did that on purpose. But, but check it out. Look at the title. Look at the title. I told you, anytime we talk about something, there's, that proves the point again, like we even going into the music. Anytime you're talking about something that's improving, 
the lives of ourselves, which we call so-called black, and they come. That's again, when the music, did, like you said, brother, when we had the influence of, and we was having that influx of this conscious music that was waking our people up and just giving them some sense of ability, like, say, like you know, like they, everybody said they was conscious. They started rocking the African medallions and this and that, and maybe their uncle, all these type of stuff started. The dress that our people were doing, like you see X-Clan and all of this type of stuff. I'm, I'm a Nubian, my Nubian queen, you know, all this stuff like that. My brother, all of these type of things would happen. And then what happened? Here they come with the bullshiggity. Now, you don't even hear none of these cats even. What the hell is conscious to them, some of these guys? In the mainstream. But it's mainstream again. It's hard to see a, um, like a, you'll never see a brother, uh, like a common out there. You know, even when he was calling himself common sense. Some of these, they don't have, seem to be common sense. Not to say these rappers that uh, hear hip hop don't, but like it's, it's more about if they want success, to them what they stand is success. This is the type of stuff they say you're gonna have to rap. This is the type of stuff you gotta perform. Now you mean to tell me Megan Stallion, who was going to college? I forgot. I don't know exactly what she was studying at first. That she went to going to college and all of this shit, and this is what she came out to be doing, running around half-ass naked, all on videos and all on television. You know, uh, Saturday Night Live and, you know, you know, talking about fellatio and, you know, and all of this type of stuff and how she going to ride him, gyrate on a man or ride a man. This is goddamn, y'all. Come on. That's the type of stuff that we want in our society and letting, especially letting our children hear about it. Now, we could just talk about like how in the school system, where we talking about how LGBT then was trying to push that stuff in the schools is talk about have uh, teaching our children anal sex and uh, oral sex in the school, elementary schools, but like, no, 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 no. But now we ain't just talking about, but what about all this other stuff that they're hearing from like artists? Well, I don't know if you really can call them artists, performers or entertainers, musical actors like a Megan Stallion uh, or uh, Cardi B and not just the sisters ain't trying to be the point, but other people that put this music out. What about that that our children are listening to? You know, so and, 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 and promoting a lot of this bad behavior in our community, we got to shut that type of stuff down. Because like I said, you don't know when, like I said, your children are not around you 24-7. They got to go to school. And they, like the brother was saying, uh, they can be influenced by other children as well by listening to this stuff. Now, you can teach them, give them the best of morals, not saying that nobody give their children home training. They can, like I said, sneak and listen to the shit when they go go to school and all of this type of stuff. And we hope it don't affect them and resonate with them. But, you know, hey, but you could just still do your best to try to tell them, hey, and teach them about this stuff. The the um, results of it is like medicine, you know, like you, you take, you, you get medicine, the doctor give you some medicine, a, a prescription. It come with warning on it and tell you the, the side effects and this, that, and another if you take too many, call this. So this music has to come with a goddamn warning label, the effects of it, what it will do to you. But that's our job because we know the industry ain't going to put the goddamn label on it. We have to do that. And, and they be- should. 
Yes, sir. And I want to read something right fast, kind of going to what we talk about, brother. Um, it's coming out of the Holy Tablet uh, that was transpired or written by Dr. Malachi Z. York. Uh, and this here was um, come out of it called The Living Soul. And he was just so happy. He was talking about somewhat about music. Well, well kind of what you was about music and negative vibration. It's just brief. And you was talking about the negative vibrations and the tones of the music. That's excellent point you was making because that all is relevant we talk about science and stuff so that is true uh but he says here he says the term undesirable company include more than just people right y'all know how i say you got undesirable people man you know we you just undesirable company it's, it goes that term it goes just more than just people it's anything that give rise to negative thought like bad music, dangerous sports, all negative vibrations. Again, bad music. And like you're saying, brother, they 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 messed up the music. Um not and just what you mentioned now you mentioned about the beat. And you think about like I, I like my, my one of my favorite artists is Brother Rakim, right? Rakim Allah. Peace to the wow. God. God. Mm-hmm. And and I'm, I, since I mentioned it, I might have play a little song. I might have play a little rock hymn. <laughs> you hear them. You can clearly hear what they're saying, and you can, and it resonates. You hear them. These guys today don't know what the hell they're talking about. They, you, they are grown ass so called individuals. You cannot. Well, I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna tell y'all, but uh, some of these people can make that shit out. Some, some of these Man. people be. You can understand what they say. You got to be special as hell. You can understand. I'm like, what the hell I just say? You know what? In, in the church, we talk about speaking in tongues, and which is nothing but a bunch of gibberish. And that's what they be doing on these raps now. It's just a bunch of, like you said, bro. What's the name? Slim Thug? What's the name? Young Thug. That's it. Mm-hmm. I don't like Young Thug. I keep saying about the other rapper, uh, Slim Thug. You don't be knowing what the hell they said, but somehow they do. I guess you got to be, oh, I guess I know how. Because they are riding on that wavelength. They're riding on them frequencies with that. So, yeah, they resonate with that. So, yeah, I guess they are. But I'm we are not, Brother Justice. I guess that's why we can't understand it. Well, well they're telling you in this. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, man. No, because I was going to say, in the song, they... You you resonating with them because throughout different songs they telling you what kind of vibe they on and how they got on it. So mm. they telling you what kind of syrup they sipping, or what kind mm. of weed they smoking, or what kind of drink they drinking. Oh. And um, so now you know how to get on the same level. Now Dang. this one cat that I knew, he was a rapper here in Philly, and he had his twist, and he told me what it was. He said he put some Seven Eleven, Seven Up rather. He mixed that with some syrup, and then he smoke a blunt, and he be good. So he be when you come around and see him, he always got his pants sagging. He always have his shirt off, just trying to show his body. But he, yeah. he don't stand up straight, kind of slump, and he just look. He, he kind of tall, but he looks slumped, you know, and he looked like a certain kind of look, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, everybody do their own thing and they do what they do these days and then tell you what it is that get them where they at. 
So a lot of people, they rather pop pills. So a lot of them, they try to get Zannies and or they trying to get some perks and they want to be high off the perks. And then when they get high off the perks, they want to have some they want to have some wine or they want to drink some beer. And so now, then they even do something even more. They probably go further than that and do other things too, along with what they are already doing. That's why last year so many rappers died. Now, not all the ones that died last year got shot, even though a whole lot of them did. But a lot of them died from drug overdoses. And a lot of them died from similar drug overdoses last year. Like some rappers will be rapping about how they get high, and then other rappers, they'll be on that vibe, and they'll get high because the other rapper rapped and said this is what he do. And then next thing you know, he hooked on the same stuff that rapper that he was listening to was hooked on. And then... That rapper that he loved and was following would end up dying off that stuff. And then he ended up dying off of it too. So it's a miserable place to be when all you do is work from the the bottom of yourself down instead of working from the middle of yourself up and work on your mind. They working on the lower half of themselves because they trying to fulfill their needs and fulfill fulfill what they want with material items and wanting women and more and more women and more and more money mm. and they they always talk about how they want to kill somebody or how they kill somebody or how they will kill somebody. And so every song is seen to contain the same similar elements of what they listen to on a daily basis. It's the same similar elements. It's the kill somebody elements. It's the have a lot of girls elements. It's the money, it's the material items, all right, it's the fame. So those those seem to be the same same thing that's in all of the songs. It's not no too much diversity in the music. It's always the same thing. So everybody seem to like dumb themselves down to being on the same level of understanding what it is they like so much about rap because it's not making you grow because you can only think or dream to be a wealthy rapper. It's not too many people going to make it that far, but they act and living their life out of what the rapper in the videos is suggesting or even in the song that they sing and what they saying is making the listener aspire to want to be like the rapper who's saying what he's saying or what he see the rapper doing in the video. It makes the person who liked that person want to be like him or her. So 
So if it's a girl doing the things and they see the girl, she look good and she got a nice body and men are attracted to her and they giving her a lot of attention and she getting money thrown at her and little girls are watching that, then they see that that's a way that they can get money and get attention from men. And this is the message that's being sent by the lady who's rapping and saying that this is a good thing. And then if they want to kiss another girl, that that's okay because y'all having fun and you getting money and you can choose to do whatever you want to do because it's your life and Nobody else said to do nothing else. Nobody said that you can do something else. You can do what they said that it's okay to do. So, yeah. um, all right, so this is what I want to go back to. <clears throat> when I was three, my mother and father owned a record shop, and I would bring the record home from the record shop because I would be there all day sitting on the counter and then playing the music in there. And so I was very familiar with music when I was very, very young. I was like two or three years old in the record shop. And so I would be home and we would watch, we would watch, um, what's that Dick Clark show? What was the one? Dick Clark, um, what was that Dick Clark show called? American Bandstand. Um, yeah, that one, right? So I would be watching it, and I'd say, Mom, they can't dance. <laughs> Where I would say, Mom, that song sound, that's I'd say, he can't sing. And I would just always be ripping them. Like, my mom said I would rip American Bandstand all the time when I was two and three saying that they sing horribly and that they sing terrible and that that don't sound good. And I ain't like it. I was like, it don't sound, it, they don't, it was, it was just, I was, it just sound like, cause they wasn't dancing to the beat. Mm. Then it was songs. They were singing. They didn't sing in no rhythm. It sound horrible as hell. You trying to say they sound like Carlton, huh? right? Like what, bro? Did he dancing like Carlton Banks? Oh no, he could dance. I ain't gonna even do that to Carlton. I like that little dance he did, but they can't even do that one. They couldn't do that one good. Oh, Everything yeah. was off beat, and it was looking. It looked so messed up to me as a two year old or three year old, and I knew it was something wrong with these people. There's something wrong with these people. They strange. They was real strange. Because they couldn't sing worth shit. They couldn't sing at all. None of them motherfuckers. Ain't got no soul. And I knew it was something wrong. Because when I put on Soul Train, my mom said, 
I used to dance the whole time Soul Train was on. And I would just be mesmerized by the artists that would be singing up there. And I would be singing with them and dancing with them and in full harmony with all of the artists, no matter who it was. And I didn't have a problem with anything. Three years old. Didn't have a problem with none of that. All right, I'm going to move on off of that now. Yeah. So, Let me get- go ahead. Here we go. Let me give them some lyrical content right fast. Let's let's get them a little lyrical content. Uh, some we, we we grew up with. Well, I did. I ain't going to say grew up with, but some I used to listen to right fast. Yo, Rockin, what's up? Yo, I'm doing the knowledge, E, man. I'm trying to get paid in full. Well, check this out. Since Norby Walters is our agency, right? True. Carol Lewis is our agent. Word up. Zakia and Fourth and Broadway is our record company. Indeed. Okay, so who we rolling with then? We rolling with Rush. Our Rush Town Management. Check this out. Since we talking over this deaf beat right here that I put together, I want to hear some of them deaf rhymes. You know what I'm saying? And together, we can get paid in full. Full, full, full. of a master plan Cause ain't nothing but sweat inside my hands So I dig into my pocket all my money spent So I get deep up still coming up for lint So I start my mission, leave my residence Thinking how could I get some dead presidents I need money I used to be a stick up kid So I think of all the devious things I did I used to roll up, this is a hole up Ain't nothing funny, stop smiling Still don't nothing move but the money But now I learn to earn cause I'm righteous I feel great, so maybe I might just search for a nine to five. If I strive, then maybe I stay alive. So I walk up the street, whistling this, feeling out of place. This man, do I miss a pen and a paper, a stereo, a taper? Me and Eric being a nice big plate of this, which is my favorite dish. But without no money, it's still a wish. Cause I don't like to dream about getting paid. So I dig into the books of the rhymes that I made. Soon as the test to see if I got pulled. Hit the studio, cause I'm paid for. Yeah, rock him alive. One more time, y'all. Peace to the gods. Peace to the gods. Man, the gods and earth, man. And peace to the gods and earth. Yeah, it used to be the 5% of the best. I didn't know that back then. I used to just listen to that, man. That's still, man, my number one right there. But think about what he, <laughs> he said in there, man. That You know what I'm saying? He was talking about how he used to be a stick-up kid. He used to be a stick-up kid. And he think about all the things he did. Now he say, man, you look, man, now he, now he righteous. Now he's righteous. See, he talked about, he might've talked about, yeah, I used to be a stick up kid. And I think about all the devious things I did. You know what I'm saying? But now I'm righteous. You know what I'm saying? Now I might go, I to go get me a nine to five. Cause I ain't trying to go that way no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I still got to get paid. Cause I still, Hey, I got fam. You know what I'm saying? But I'm doing it on the righteous level. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, it is another one, man. We got soul and all of these type of things. But see that stuff today, it ain't talking about I used to be a stick-up kid. Now that much, I am a stick-up kid. When I see you, I'm going to rob you. I'm going to take your, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to take your money. I'm going to take your life, your daughter, your wife, your dog, your cat. You know, all that bull crap now, man. Mm-hmm. 
what I'm saying? And 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 and, and even as if you like I said, un, you can understand what they saying. But like you said, bro, you gotta you gotta. What it was a song since so you were talking about justice. Do you remember that song? Get on my level. Get you right. You gotta be on their level to understand that shit. Like I guess you were right. And um, this is book I have, and I want to read some things in here. And there's a, a dress code. <clears throat> seem to be that goes along because they say hip hop. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! I got something else to play. No, let me let me stop. No, I'm not gonna read. I'm not gonna read. I'm not gonna read. I'm gonna play something else. I want to play something. They say that hip hop is a culture, huh? We talk about it in the country community a lot of stuff, and not us, but in the country community. But it's a talk that goes around in the country community. But we talk about history, historical people, and things of this nature, and we talk about we got to get back to our culture. So. They say hip hop is a culture, so I guess it comes with a dress code. It comes with a certain language, uh, a lingo that you use. So let's. I want to play this one right fast, man. This is Armstrong William has some young brothers on here. Let's let's play this right fast. Talking about is hip hop. Y'all can look this up on YouTube. It's called "Is Hip Hop Culture Destroying Our Youth and Community." Let's play this right fast. <laughs> That guy, Young Thug, is one of the biggest names in hip-hop, which many fans say is more than music. Hip-hop is often described as a culture that started about 30 years ago, born of the need for urban young people to share their experiences and how they felt about them. But a lot of people, including yours truly, believe that that music, the majority of it, that we consider hip-hop today has run so far off the rails to the point where many believe that it is destructive and creating destructive behavior. Well, that's my opinion. So that's why we invited the experts, those that understand it probably better than I could ever understand it, to talk about this thing called hip-hop today is Dwayne Michael. Yes. Dwayne, thank you for joining us. Thank you for of Should, Could, Dream Tour. Yes. And student activist Colin Burge, you saw him in our, your voice inaugural show. Colin is, among many things, Mr. Black Student Union at the University of Maryland and chair of the membership committee of the NAACP's University of Maryland College Park Branch. Listen, let's get this out of the way. We know there are a few of them that produce good rap music, yes, yes. good lyrics, good yes. values, yes. good virtue. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about yes. today because they're in the minority. Yes. Talk about this music and the impact that it's having. It can have a terrible impact. If used the wrong way, but if but if if it's used in a positive way, like what we do with our should could dream tour, you can inspire a whole nation to work hard, never settle, dream big, and to accomplish extraordinary success. That's another show. <laughs> Tell us how it's used bad, so we can learn parents and young people the dangers and what you can become if you don't really understand it. If you don't have somebody at home say, "Why are you listening to this? Don't become this." Yes. Yeah. Talk yeah. about that. Well, hip hop, in a sense, they're just actors. And I feel as though that they're just putting on a front sometimes to just prove their point. It's almost like in acting for a certain movie. Someone may play a role. And I, and, and I feel as though that in the rap culture, a lot of these people are just playing certain roles. And those roles aren't being shown well. Like Young Thug, it's not a great representation of what hip-hop is. We just heard some of the things that he said. I'm a stoner. Terrible thing. We don't want to, you know, encourage marijuana use. But that's just one individual who is playing a role that's not necessarily <coughs> showing what we really are as people. You know, Colin, um, and I know you say colon. I find that interesting because I remember Snoop Dogg said once, yeah, I produced this, but I would never allow my children exactly. to listen to it. Yeah. 
talk about this. Are they acting? It's, it's good enough for the public, but not good enough for their own family members? I would say they are acting. Yeah. And what I would say as a whole is that hip-hop has a negative, overwhelmingly negative. Hey, y'all remember I said I call them musical actors? Yeah, musical actors. Impact on young people, especially young black people, young black males in particular. The reason that it has an especially negative impact on young black males is that these hip-hop artists are predominantly black. They're predominantly black males. And so these individuals, these young people are most likely to personally identify with them. And so the, the fast life that these rappers talk about a lot of times becomes a fantasy for these youth people, for these young people. And then when it becomes a fantasy, it turns into a reality. And then the fast life in reality, when you really do live it, a lot of times often means a fast death financially, economically, spiritually, emotionally, physically, and mentally. And therein lies the problem. Yeah, but I, I also want to say that I think that hip-hop has done phenomenal things for race relations at the very same time. Because, you know, it's very hard for, if you go to a gay concert now, 75% of the people are going to be white. So it brings people together at the same time. Music is the one international language that we all you speak. Know, and I think you're shaking your head. Tell us why. I'm shaking my head for a number of reasons. First of all, I think when people argue that hip hop as a whole is good because by, by cherry picking the rare instances in which it does elevate our young people to a higher level of consciousness, to a higher level of social responsibility, mm-hmm. I think that is the height of a disingenuous argument. It is akin to saying that crack cocaine is good for you because it gives you energy. Yes, it does give you energy, but when you do a holistic analysis of the impact of crack cocaine, the cost of smoking crack cocaine significantly outweigh any marginal benefit gained from increased energy. You see the promotion of misogyny. You see the promotion of violence. You see the promotion, in fact, of aggression. He talked about racial t- uh, improving racial relations, but you actually see the promotion of aggression towards police officers. And sometimes when you listen to, for example, NWA back in the 1990s, they had a song called F the Police. Now, how in turn does that inform the interactions that our young black males are going to end up having with police officers? And a lot of times what happens is ultimately there's an, an inflammation in racial tension and there's an inflammation and tension between our young people and the law enforcement authorities that are supposed to be protecting oh, okay. their community. I want to see when we come back from our up next speech. All right, I'll leave that right there. I like that young brother right there, the last brother that spoke right there. I like his mind. I like his mind and what he was saying. And if I think about something that I go back to what, um, yeah, what's his name? Uh, Armstrong William was saying is it, it, it's, it's kind of been great for race relations. He talked about how um, well, the other, then the other brother came behind him and said, well, when you go to a Jay-Z concert, there's majority whites there. Well, check it out. It may be. And I'm not saying Jay-Z uh, do what, that, what I call murder music. I'm not saying Jay-Z that because I don't really listen to Jay-Z like that, y'all. But there's other artists that do. And, and they say that Europeans or Caucasians are ma- the majority consumers of the hip-hop music. But if they are, think about it. They buying something, and they the majority on it because I guess they love to hear us talking about killing each other. So they're the number one consumer. So that's not really just good for race relations. Shit, hell, it might be something they good for because as long as it ain't talking about killing them, we ain't talking about killing. You ain't talking about killing nobody else. It's talking about killing 
us. So they might take that as an enjoyment for them. And we, because they're not going out here, listening to the hip hop and going out here, destroying their community by listening to hip hop. That's a lot of shit that we are doing. You know, you see like every now and then you see a couple of white folks that are trying to act, as we say, trying to act black, as we say. Um, and you see they got to do shit, but you still, again, they're not mimicking to the whole fact of the, the, I guess, like the violence, um, as much of perpetuating the violence as much as I, that we are having in our community. And I know some people say, man, no, it ain't the music, man. It ain't the music. It, it, that, it, we're not saying that it's the number one factor of why it's happening, but it is, it is in the ranking. It is in the ranking with the stuff. That's why I tell you, I would love to see them do that stats when they go to jail for doing these fucking, I mean, excuse me, y'all, these freaking crimes that they're doing. I would love to somebody to be able to do it. And here's his book. Now I go into this right here. This book talk, talk about like this because, you know, hip hop, they have like a dress code. And it's a, a way that you see a lot of the, the hip hop, this new hip hop thing, how they dress and all of this. But um, this book was talking about something here uh, dealing with, you know, race and uh, what's happening to it's like uh, young black men in America endangered and battered. Uh, and embittered. And it was just some other things they talk about here. It says black men are portrayed by the by the mass media in a limited number of roles. Most of them deviant, dangerous, and dysfunctional. And we know when you will see a lot of these damn hip hop um, videos, like Justin was talking about, like the young rapper Baby and uh, the Baby, and now you see. Uh, young thug and all of these type of things and how a lot of them look and y'all see how somebody got to get their shirt all off and their pants hanging all off their ass and what they do now this thing say they look dangerous like man he ain't meant to be f with y'all know the word i'm saying he ain't meant to be f with and, and some folks are like shit them mother they look scary as hell i ain't been to mess with them look like they'll shoot your ass up i ain't been to mess with them they look scary as a mother so it's like it says most of them look deviant dangerous and dysfunctional with your pants hanging off your ass yes you do look dysfunctional like a mother sucker and you got a belt on but your damn belt down there at your goddamn knees so yeah you do look dysfunctional but it says the, the constant barriers of predominantly disturbing images uh contributed to the public uh the public negative stereotype of black men uh particularly of those who are perceived as young hostile and impressive um even a presumption of a positive image of blacks as athletes and entertainers project them as animal-like or childlike in their aggressiveness their sensitivity natural rhythm and uninhabited expressiveness clearly the message says that if they entertain you enjoy them at a safe distance if they serve you, patronize them and don't forget to leave a tip. If they threaten you, avoid them. Don't ride on the subway. Thus, young black men are stereotyped by the five Ds. Dumb, deprived, dangerous, deviant, and disturbed. Mm, I just, just stop right there. This book has a, a lot of things in here. Um, Man, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, but it has a lot of other stuff that's in here, man. Just you know, 
I just stop at that right there. Yeah, it, it, it's a lot, like I said, dealing with the minds, man. So you know, we look at a lot of the stuff that, that that's influencing our people today. And I, and I say, man, we have a hell of a bad, hell of a bad drug culture is happening in our community, and 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 I'm not really gonna get into that too much, but it's a lot of this stuff plays a part of it. I be at work, God. I'm gonna tell y'all the goddamn truth. I don't give a fuck who listening. I be at work sometimes. I go to work. Soon as we pull up, I don't smell nothing but goddamn marijuana smoke straight out the goddamn thing. I mean, just I'm just it's early in the goddamn. I'm at work five in the goddamn morning. It's like though some people can't function. They can't function without being under the influence of some kind of substance. Now, I know, they, a lot of these people, are, now I know people take things for, I can't even get that word out, I ain't even try to say it. Medical reason, you know, municipal, whatever, see, I told y'all I can't say it, I, but for medical reason, there you go, I'm not talking about them, because you have an illness, I know you got to do what you got to do, because sometimes hey, I got a rag glass knee, sometimes I had to take me some Advil or something for my rag glass knee so I can fuck to get to work, so I'm not talking about that. <laughs> but I'm talking about for the recreate, rec, damn, I can't talk at all. For recreational, slow it down. You gotta get you some real son Ray. For recreational purposes, for you just bullshitting, just time out for fun and game. See, some people just can't function without being under the influence of certain shit. So it's like they act like they can't function. I'm gonna say that. I got it, man. I gotta have this dog. I gotta pop these. I gotta pop these mollies. I gotta pop these perks, dog. And some people, I've seen them, man. They 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 be on that shit, bro. They be they be gone. So you saying those guys that you work with, they wake and bake? I, I guess that's, that's what they call it, wake and bake. Okay, and and, and I'm gonna tell you, it be, bro. And in, in the trip part about it, the door be opening up. You, you hear them pulling up. First of all, playing that shit like young thug, playing all that murder music, and then here come the goddamn smoke right behind it. I told you, that's why I would love to tell, I told y'all, that's why I would love them to do that shit when they go to jail for goddamn it. Ask them what the fuck was they under the influence of kind of drug or alcohol and what type of music was they listening to? I know y'all said, that's too, that's far-fetched, Sunray. You, you reaching. I don't give a fuck what you, I, yeah, I would love no, I agree with you, Sunray. I, mean, I don't think you should do that before work or anything like that if you're doing that. I don't think you should do that at all, like, during the work hours. I've seen it. Not just you know, I'm just telling what I've seen. I've seen plenty of people do that. Man, you ride down the street, and it's all you smell. It ain't legal here in fucking Tennessee. Like we don't it ain't in, in Tennessee yet, so they don't have that goddamn legal marijuana. But still, again, like we to pay attention, y'all. Tell you, the, as they say, the devil is slick. Now I know I'm using so-called religious terminology, but we say our enemy is. That ain't religious terminology, but you know the devil could be anything, anybody. You understand the definition. But when have your fucking enemy, for all this time, a lot of the shit they have deemed illegal against the law, and now y'all see all of this shit. We ain't looking. We still ain't seeing the fucking trick, man. We still ain't seeing the trick, what's happening. It's just another trap with all of this shit they are doing and polluting. And then when you even look at what's really happening to the minds of our people, look at it. Our mind is like in Islam when I was remembering the Quran. It's talking about how your mind is befogged. Befogged. You doing things and have your mind fogged. You can't think. You can't think and properly 
think straight and function straight. Like I said, and it's sad even going back to when we're talking about that sister that stabbed her baby, her 10-year-old child, and tried to stab her 18-year-old sister and tried to drown her two, uh, two or three-year-old baby. That's just that instant. But there's a lot that's been happening, certain things. And then she's saying that, well, these voices. And I remember the master teacher, Dr. Malachi Z. York, was teaching one time. Um, and he was there was a class, and I remember hearing this on audio class. And not, I didn't hear it live, but the audio I was listening to. And he was talking about certain things that when you use certain drugs and take drugs, Certain things will open you will you you're more acceptable when you're high on a drug or whatever to be as they say walk ins to have something to walk in and 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 I guess we don't realize this because we just get high and we we you know we don't really understand but there's a lot of shit that really happens when you under the influence notice I'm constantly using this word under the influence I want to keep using that for a reason. When you're under the influence of something, a controlled substance, listen, let me tell you, a controlled substance. Y'all heard that? Influence and controlled substance. Something can jump in you and control you other than yourself. Use your mind. That's why you be hearing people like, I'm hearing voices. I remember they had my, I, I told them, I remember telling them I had, I, had, I had to have surgery. I had to have a surgery. And I, and I tell you, I had a hernia surgery. I ain't gonna lie. Just tell it out. I had a hernia surgery. They gave me some. Uh, what was it? I think. Oh shit! What was it? Lower tabs. I want to say lower tabs. And I was taking them damn lower tabs because I don't like. Say I might do an Advil every now and then or a Tylenol when I had a little pain. But that was the strongest shit I ever took. And I was taking it for about two or three days. When the hospital had, you know, they was shooting, giving me some stuff in my IV. With a pain, and I think I, every now and then I might ask for a pill when the goddamn IV wasn't working. And uh, but when I got home, I started taking them. Man, that shit! I didn't know if I was awake or I was asleep. I was in and out, and it was like I was I was always having some kind of damn demonic type ass dream, like witches and some kind of demons. I'm telling y'all. I didn't know. I'm te- I really didn't know if I was awake or I was asleep. I took this shit. I think about two days. I said no, uh-uh, no more. I can't stand this shit. I didn't like that feeling, especially when I'm having, like I said, I, I can't stand dreaming. I don't know what the hell it was, but when I'm having these images and stuff like that of demons and shit standing there watching me and all this shit here trying to kill me. When I, after I take this, uh, no, 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 hell no. I'm just going to go cold turkey. I'm just going to have to deal with this pain. I'm not taking that shit. Hell no. And I stopped. I just had to deal with that goddamn pain. I couldn't, I could not bear that. So just imagine sometime when people be under this type of things and you tell out some voices, tell them out, kill your children, kill them, kill them. You see, we don't never know what happened to people, what they have done to really... She could have been on some of them pills, Bam. To open it, and I, and I, I listened to a thing that this guy named Thaddeus Matthews, he's on YouTube. Y'all probably know of as the cussing pastor, Dr. Uh, Mr. Thaddeus Matthews. <laughs> yeah, that's what he calls him, the cussing pastor. Now, he, he interviewed um, the witness last night on his YouTube channel. He's on YouTube. He interviewed him, and he said when he got home, one of the guys, he was kind of saying, when he when he got home, he saw her. You know, he stayed right next door to her, right across from her in her apartment. He said he kind of saw her standing on the 
on the on the patio or whatever. Well, they do a way to go into the house. She was standing there, like you said, booty butt naked. And he was like, Yeah, I said, what are you doing? Because he had his little daughter with him. I'm like, what are you doing? And she went back in the house. But anyway, when he told the team when they found they went into the house and they seen blood everywhere and they saw her little daughter laying in a you know, laying in a driveway and all this, but they went to go look for for the woman, uh, the mother, right? He said, man, it was something. When they saw her, her demeanor, the way she looked, he said it was something like out of a polar geist movie. The expression wow. of her face, the way she looked, that's how he said it. It looked like somebody out of a damn polar geist movie. And they said that she, that, and they made her statement where she told them that I had to do this. I had to, this was something that I had to do. He said that, like she said, the devil told me to do it. Now that shit probably seemed crazy as hell to some people, but goddamn it, there's been so many instances where people have said that same stuff before. So, people, uh, hearing voices in my head. Some people go fucking crazy and kill themselves. But like I said, what, it, it's so many things, brothers and sisters, that is happening and affecting us as people because we're getting into so much shit that we shouldn't be involved in as so-called black people again. Like That's the brother right. just talked about integrating with white folks, doing white folks type shit that they do, taking LSD and all type of shit, opening ourselves up. And hey, man, and you wonder, what, and, and I'm just saying, I'm just saying this is probably why our crimes are happening such as it is. And I, I don't know. I'm just throwing out what the hell is it? Why we, uh, uh, why is it things are happening in our community just the way that it's happening? When, and there was a time that it wasn't. And it seemed like they talked about with the coronavirus, that these crime rates and I, since that happened, our crime rates have been out the frame. And I believe, like I said, brother said it was a, a pandemic. I would agree with brother Justice on that, a pandemic. So all of this could have been planned, and they knew that a lot of this stuff was going to happen the way that it is happening. So, hey, and uh, I just throw out something right fast that's probably relevant to this, but hell, still again. Uh, you know, Memphis just now elected their first police, what is it, the director here? In, I mean, damn, hold up. First black um, I guess you could say first black female police director here in the city of Memphis. They just did it um, just the other day, nominated her. So we will have the first black, now I ain't going to say no we, but they will have a first black female police director in here in the city of Memphis. And I tell y'all, and they, and people was mad because they were saying, they, they why did they bring in somebody from the outside? Uh, they could have, you know, hired somebody from inside source. Well, and I tell y'all, there's a whole thing that's going down. Nothing against my sisters out there. Nothing against our women out there. But y'all know the whole bullshitty that's going on. Like I said, everything is orchestrated. Everything has a plan. Everything is an agenda. Only reason they gave her that job was to go along with the agenda. They talking about uh, women rising now. It's a rise on the women, women taking positions and all of this stuff. It's so it's like this movement going on. That's the reason they gave her because of this big agenda going on now uh, with the women, putting women in place. Y'all can understand. Y'all see it. Putting women and the transgenders in place and shit. But that's another whole subject. But that's the reason. They wasn't for her qualifications, none of that shit. It was just because a lot of the stuff um, 
like status quo. You know how the hell we we got to hire at least one black on the job. So now the thing is putting these women in places with their agenda. But yeah, the destruction of the so-called black America's mind. And I can say it just throw the black in there. But there's a lot, man, that's actually transpiring, man. And and and, and justice was bring the music thing out tonight, and it's good. But that is, man, this this music is. It's so crazy. And it's still a lot of them disrespectful. And here in this city, elders, they don't have any respect. Our youth are not having respect for our elders anymore. There was a, uh, just the other day here in the city of Memphis, a crime. So this crime is out the fucking frame. And uh, Memphis is a predominantly black city, so-called black city. Some guys robbed, I think the lady was, I don't know. Elders, I know she was up there, seventy some years old. Or probably I forgot how old the lady was. They carjacked. She was from out of town, coming to visit and coming to a funeral. Coming here to a funeral. Stopped at a service station. Some young guys carjacked, carjacked the old lady. Told her to get out and all of that stuff. And she was like, "Oh, just let me get out. Just give me my purse, man. Give my purse and all, man. But give my purse and stuff. You can have the car. Just let me, let me give my stuff." They was get out, get out. Put the gun to her head and all of this. I, Come on, man. Oh, elderly lady couldn't do nothing. She's like, just give me my stuff. Can I just please give my purse? Just give my purse. And they said one of the dudes told her, old bitch, get out the car. Excuse me, sisters. Old bitch called a woman an old bitch and all of this stuff. Come on, man. See there? We don't even, not we, y'all. I know y'all at Culture Freedom. Y'all don't have that problem. Y'all, I know you. Culture Freedom, I know y'all. Everybody on Culture Freedom, I know you know better. But we talking about the outside folks, you know, that is not in the way, even respecting our elders. Boy, you know you better not even try to fix your mouth. You don't even fix your mind and silence to disrespect your elders back in the days. You don't even fix your mind and silence like you've been to talk bad about Miss Jones. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get your ass whooped. Your mama, go, it's going to be in the, that, that mental. Your mama going to hear it, man. Uh, what is it? Telepathy. She going to hear it anyway and whoop your ass. Hey, boy, I thought I heard you cussing out Miss Jones in your mind. Mama, I ain't say nothing. No, yeah, I, I, heard, <laughs> I heard you thinking. I'm going to whoop your ass anyway. Pop, pop. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. how, how far we have, have, have gone. So is this our culture now? This is... Because we talked about getting away from the, the so-called, I got to go here, I got to go here. The so-called Abrahamic faith or cultures, get that, get that, get that out of there. Get that make-believe shit out the way. Get, throw that shit in the garbage. You know, get away from that comedic stuff. Throw that shit in the garbage. We don't need none of that, nothing with no God conscious. Throw that bullshit in the garbage because that shit right there. I'm just saying how some people be saying it. I ain't saying I'm saying it. Y'all know damn well I ain't saying it. But throw all that God shit in the garbage, that Abrahamic faith, that, you know, that conscious, all that old, anything got to do with anything that God, even the comedic stuff with the gods in it, anything of that thing, the right, throw that shit in the garbage. We don't need that because that's what's destroying our community. That's what's stopping us from uniting as black people. All that religion stuff is messing us up, stopping us from coming together as a people. Well, I tell y'all what. Let me ask y'all this: What the fuck is what's the okay? So what is the what is the excuse then? What is the excuse for the people who don't have it, who don't deal with it? Why are they not coming together? Why are they lives in such goddamn shambles without it? 
Just plain to me, if that if it's the religion that's messing us up, and I've seen plenty of instances, well, we can go down memory lane through history since our social injustice and all of this stuff here in America. Much as we don't, some people we don't we don't deal with the church, and you ain't you ain't got to deal with the church. But much as we talk bad about the church and and Jesus gonna work it out and all of that type of stuff, but I bet y'all one thing: you look at the history. What was the thing? What 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 religion or what foundation did the freedom fighters, the people who fought on our behalf to make sure we have what we talking about today, somewhat of freedom? To make sure we have, we can go where we want to go and easily freedoms that we have, the liberty, pursuit and happiness that we supposed to have a little bit here. Who was the main people at the foundation, at the forefront of fighting for us? It was them, what y'all call Christian. It was them religious folks. It was them religious folks. Y'all, you, do your research. Look at it. We even talk, talk about Nat Turner. Huh? Reverend Nat Turner. Huh? They were they fought they but you can like it and you can say throw that shit in the garbage but I tell you it was under the influence talk about influence again the influence of them believing in a God believing in that Bible or Holy Quran whatever which one it was they believed that it was wrong and it influenced them to make sure they fight and fought for you to have the the gumption and the gall to say the shit we saying today about throwing in the garbage. You wouldn't even have the fucking freedom you have today if it wasn't for some of them religious folks. If it wasn't for some of them. It wasn't just even think about the black power community. What legislation did they fight for or fought for that made to go into the politics? Some of us say we don't fuck with politics. And I, in some way, some way I don't agree. I mean, I agree with you. But again, politics Laws to even like the Asians right now just got a law to protecting them right from discrimination. How does that get there? How does that get there? Politicians, lawmakers, politicians and lawmakers. So we holler. Well, they gave us no right. The LGBT got one. They got some. How did they get their protection? Politicians, lawmakers. So black folks holler. They ain't gave us shit yet. They ain't gave us no law. How you think you're going to get it, bruh? How y'all think y'all going to get it if you don't deal with politicians and politics? How you think laws get passed? How you think the protection, the civil rights laws got passed to protect you? It was through politics. We said, fuck politics, brother. Well, the things you asking for, you're going to have to go through politics to get these laws. You want some discrimination laws set out? I mean, set there to protect you so you can have your liberty, pursuit of happiness, and all of this stuff, freedom, justice, and equality. It's gonna go. You got to go through the politicians. We got. I know. Sometimes we, you know, we said we don't fuck with it. We don't want to deal with that. But how you gonna get the shit did? You gonna get you're getting locked up because a politician setting laws in play to to lock our people up. You got to get to the politics. So when you don't fuck with it, they're going to keep on masking. Wait, they don't fuck with it. Hey, we can do whatever we want to. Lock their ass up. You don't have to learn politics to make them overturn this shit. If you don't understand the rules and the game of how they've been using it against you, you don't know it. So how you going to get it overturned? How you going to stop it? Hmm? There's a lot of stuff we got to get into. But again, like I said, we, when you tear down a lot of these foundations, a lot of these foundations was there to help you get to where you at today, help you with where the things that you are free, so-called free to do, 
today. So that's why I said sometimes, man, we got to be careful about the tear down because sometimes when you're trying to tear down one thing you will end up tearing down your foundation whatever you into you might end up tearing down your shit because so many of our things are in in entangled and entwined into the same thing and it's like you look at a lot of these groups that have been started in america like i said most of them i don't care if it was the Moorish science temple it was the nation of islam um Hell, what's that? The, uh, I said the nation. Did I say the nation of Islam? Yeah, I think I did. <laughs> a lot of these groups, they both of them damn near had the same foundation. They uh, split from one another, or they had an influence from one another. Somebody might have been in one of those groups and left that group and started their own thing. So it's still some kind of connection there. Either the leaders had some connections, like they said, Marcus Garvey kicked it a little bit. With uh, our brother, uh, Noble Drew Ali, and, you know, like uh, our brother Clarence, uh, no, I won't say Father Law. Let me say that. I get it right. Father Law. I won't say it, y'all. I'm getting proper proper notification. I know some of y'all will say, hell no, but I'm going to give the brother Father Law. Was in the Nation of Islam. Got taught by Malcolm. And y'all know the whole, you know, deal with that. Started his thing, uh, raising the babies, raising the warehouses and teaching the babies, man. So, you know, they, the foundation, all of them had some kind of thing. So when you watch it, when you're trying to tear down one thing, again, that's what I'm saying. When you're trying to tear down one thing, you end up tearing down your foundation sometimes. Because they said that even the Nation of Islam, you try to tear down, like the Nation of Islam, try to go and tear down the Moorish Science Temple. And it was said that even Honorable Elijah Muhammad even was in there. So, hey, you might be tearing down that foundation where he came from and how he even got his inspiration to get started. It's all of our thing, y'all. It's all of our thing. And just one thing about it again, I'm getting back into the culture, right? Why are we, and I say the conscious thing, so quick to keep tearing down? I guess I'm through with the other part now, but I got to get into this. Why are we so quick to keep tearing down somebody else's foundation is black? So we're trying to say we're trying to learn our history. We're trying to learn exactly where we came from or whatnot. I don't see us putting all of that effort together. White folks saying they are the true Cometians or Hebrew, I mean, uh, uh, Egyptians, as they call it. Nobody's going after them, challenging them. You know, not to be in them, all of them did back in the days. But nobody's really putting all this effort and energy into like, no, not a fuck y'all ain't. We y'all crazy as hell. Y'all don't see them black ass images. Y'all don't see them brown skinned images on the wall and so and so, so and so. Y'all crazy. Ain't nobody putting that much effort. Even with the Hebrews or the so called Jews. Only people probably are, are so called Israelites. They go against them. But when a brother or sister say, I'm an Israelite, I'm a Hebrew. Oh, we got a whole, we got folks in the country community that ain't even, they ain't even, y- y- y'all got to go out to them. Y'all ain't no goddamn Hebrews, man. Come on, bro. Y'all stop that bullshit. They don't made up it. Why y'all got to put so much? Look, if the brother or sister, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to start right here. I just say something about the Christians. You know, even with the doctrine, I said, man, the Jesus stuff, the New Testament, I, I ain't even wasting my energy messing with the Christians no more. Because I'm going to tell you, because even as a Hebrew, I told y'all, I, uh, Israelite, I studied it. The Tanakh only. I might look at the list stuff in the New Testament, but I ain't calling them no Yahweh Shah, Jesus, none of that. But here's the thing. Ever, ever, Christians, they have done some great works. They have done some, you know, some, some stuff not so good. They have contributed a lot 
for our freedom here in America. They have a lot of stuff here in America, like daycare centers. They got a lot of shit they have built here, too. It's good and bad. Like, oh, damn, I got damn, they got to say almost a Trump. That's good and bad on all both sides. I'm talking about black folks stuff now. Ain't talking about others. But here's the thing. If they're doing something, I'm not fucking with the Christian. If they're doing something that's helping our people, like I said, stand on the forefront to help better our people's lives, and they're not out here, you know, robbing nobody, being deceitful to nobody, none of that. Hey, bro, I ain't, who am I to tell them, goddammit, to take their Jesus from them? Who am I? I, I, I'm not going to be the one they're going to have to stand before on if there's a judgment day. I'm not saying it is. In the hereafter, what not? I'm not they judge. I ain't got nothing to do with them folks' life after that. If they're raising humanity, doing great things, feeding, feeding those who are in need out here, helping children who's in need out here, they're doing something great. Who am I? And if they get influenced by Jesus is what's making them do those things, brothers and sisters, who the hell am I to tell them Jesus then exists? Who the hell am I to tell them Jesus then exists? And when they, all this other great stuff they're doing, and I just got to focus on them believing in Jesus. They just mm-hmm. gave a, a brother or sister a sandwich. This, it, when it's hot outside, they gave him some cold water. And, I'm, and my, all, my, all I got to do is run up in there and say, well, Jesus don't exist. When they, when they hand the brother or sister the cold water who's sitting on the side of the road who's you know, probably homeless and it's hot outside when they, it's about to get in summertime. It's 100 some degrees. Here you go, brother. And they here you go, sister. They hand him the cold water, and they say, uh, uh, "Make, make, make Jesus bless you." And I hear, I'm, and I see him handing it to him. Man, you know, ain't no damn saying such thing is no Jesus, brother and sister. Come on now, quit, quit saying that. Instead of like, you know, what I'm saying, giving my part and saying, "Well, look at here, brother. You know, I, I got a couple of dollars too. You need a little something, something. Here, here you go, brother. Here you go, sister." No, but I'm going to focus on the Jesus part because they told the man somebody in Jesus' name or something. See, <laughs> I'm being a goddamn black devil then. But I'm thing here is that we need to stop this bullshit because we constantly tearing each other down over, over lit, petty shit, but we're not really going at the real, dealing with the real issues that's at hand. Like we talk about the violence that's happening in our community. We so busy arguing over of, of what a person called himself in his faith walk, what he called himself, what tr- what what culture tradition that, that he's in. I don't give a damn if you say if you was an ice cream, you could say you was an ice cream sandwich. You think brother Sunray gives a damn if you saying you in an ice cream sandwich? Listen, brother, sister, if you're doing good deeds, I don't give a right ass what you. You can see your peanut butter sandwich. Hey, hey, brother, you, hey, that's that's what the brother Sunray. said. Who's that? Ain't my call. Yes, sir. Are we in overtime? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're in overtime. That's why I kind of like got away from that. But I just had to put that out because it's 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 getting old. That shit has gotten old, and I think it's it's done by per. I mean, on I think it's deliberately being done, deliberately being done when we're doing these type of things. It's to take the effort away from um us. Really, like I said, we always talking about coming together. And when we're having all of these constant debates on YouTube and all of this shit, man, because and, and what is all what are these debates about? Because black people calling themselves something that maybe they seen maybe they read it in a book and they linking themselves up with a historical people, whether it's true or false, 
if we find a way to argue with you over, over what a brother says he is, if he said he was fucking Superman, who's fuck it? If he's Superman, he won here with superpowers and save somebody's life. Hey, more power to you. Get that brother some more power. I'm gonna I'm knit him a cape, goddammit. But hey, I'm not gonna t- listen. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that we wasting our fucking energy on stupid shit. Excuse me, my so language. Let me say this. Crazy man. No, no matter how you look at it, coming from the Christian perspective or or religious. Uh, place to be uh, there's still power in the name Jesus now you whether you say he existed or not or not you know whatever you may say it's just like you were saying somewhere all of it is our thing so whatever religion it is more than likely it was passed down from our descendants and we have it now the way that it is but it reflects us uh, more so than anything else. Um, so I say that there is still power in the name Jesus, and I got a Jesus testimony. Go ahead, man. I never, I never thought that I would would share that. Mm. Now, I was playing football in high school, and at practice one day. I was playing football for the schools, but at practice one day, I I, I got hit uh, in my knee area there. Now, I don't know. I think it was a helmet to my knee. And I was down, and I had to be helped off the field. And I was in excruciating pain, put my foot on the ground. I had to keep it bent up. And my mother took me to the hospital, and they checked it out. They x-rayed it. Wasn't nothing broken. But they, at that time, there wasn't no MRI, so they just went with the x-ray. Said it wasn't broken, but it could be some ligaments damage and stuff. They want to get a better look or something. So I never really went back until later. I had surgery, and it's been fixed and all like that. But the testimonial aspect of this is, um, while I was hurt sitting up at the crib, my mother was very much involved in church. She was in like three choirs and went to church every Sunday and Monday and Wednesday. And so she sung in choirs and stuff all week and everything and took me to church Sunday and Sunday night. So uh, I was constantly in church. And while I was sitting up there hurt, uh, I think it was like a Tuesday, and we had a game Friday. And my mom said, well, there's this pastor. He's an evangelist traveling, coming to the church, and he's praying for people and healing people. And you should come up and... uh, pray for you and she said you don't have anything to lose she said you should come to the church tomorrow and have him pray for you because he's going to be up there tomorrow praying uh, laying hands on people so I was about 16 
I said, okay. So the next day we went, and I crutched in there because at the hospital they gave me some crutches because I couldn't walk. Uh, I crutched in there, and even before I went in, I tried to put my foot on the ground, and every time I would, it would be the most excruciating pain. So I didn't try that no more. I just went on in, crutched in there, and um, there was already service going on. So the evangelist was up front, and he was already praying for people who had been coming up out the crowd. And so he saw me crutching and standing near the wall, and he asked me to come up uh, to the front. And he said, what's wrong with your knee? He said, well, it seems to be the problem, young man. I said, well, I went to the hospital, and they said it could be some ligaments or something. I'm not sure. He says, well, let us pray for it. And so he uh, reached down and put his hand on my knee and started praying. And he asked for, he asked the Lord, Jesus, he was praying in Jesus' name. He said, Jesus, could you please heal this young man's knee and whatever the problems he's having and take him away and make the pain go away and heal him right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus and all like that. And so after he finished praying, there's got to be 100 people out there in the crowd or more. And they're all praising the Lord, too, as, you know, they're praying for my knee. And so after he finished praying, he took my crutches from me and then backed up about four or five feet, told me, to okay, walk towards me. <laughs> and so I went on and put my foot down, and I began to walk towards him. And I walked straight, and everyone was clapping and thanking Jesus. And the evangelist asked me, how does my leg feel? And I, I said that it felt much better. And he said, thank the Lord. And he said, hallelujah and amen and stuff like that. And so I went and sat down right in the front there where he was still preaching and asking people who needed prayer to come up or needed to be healed for something because he was healing people for different things. This was back in the times when evangelists really did use the power of God to heal people. And so after the service was finished, he stepped back up to me and asked me how my leg was feeling. And then he uh, uh, he asked me that. I said, oh, I just feel a little bit of pain. He said, well, let's pray for it. So he prayed again over my knee and touched my knee and prayed for it and asked the Lord to remove the pain and give me a speedily recovery and these type of things. And after he prayed, he said, okay, why don't you take a, why don't you walk a little bit? And then I walked, and I was walking fine. 
<laughs> and so he says, okay, God bless you and everything. And so I went on the left. And I actually went and actually um, was able to get into the car and, and, and drive the car. And I wasn't even, um, I didn't even drive there. And uh, it was my mother's car, and she was still at the church. She was remaining behind. So she she allowed me to just go ahead and get in the car. I wanted to tell my friends back home. I wanted to drive to the neighborhood and tell them what happened. And I went and did that. I got in the car, and I drove to where my friends live, and I told them what happened. I went and I got injured, and I went to church and got healed. And I, and they was like, wow, because that's unbelievable. And I was like, yeah, ain't it unbelievable? <laughs> so um, then I went back to the church, and, and my mother was just, you know, she was like, we're going to play a joke on the coach. She said, we're going to tell the coach that your legs still hurt and everything, but we're going to go in there tomorrow, and we're going to play a joke on them, though. She says, you still act sad when you go in there to his office and then we, and then I'm going to tell him why you still got the crutches that you're going to play in the game um, tomorrow <laughs> so we did that so we went up to the school and my coach had an office because he was a counselor too so we went into his office and I crutched in and my mother was standing there, and she says, well, yeah, he's going to play in that game tomorrow. And my coach looked at me and my mother, and he was just looking at her like she was, like, crazy for saying that because he see me coming in there with crutches and everything. And um, so she says, okay, you don't believe me? She says, give me those crutches, son. So I gave my mother the crutches, and she said, okay, walk. And I started walking straight and normal. And my coach's mouth dropped and hit the floor and probably broke his teeth because his mouth went all the way down to the floor when he saw me when when she took the crutches and I walked. And it was, it was the most unbelievable face I've ever seen a coach make because he couldn't believe it. It was, it was like unbelievable. And she says, yeah. And then she told him what happened, and we went to church, and the evangelist prayed, and and uh, Jesus healed his leg. So I actually played in that game. I was a running back. I usually started. I didn't get to start that game because I didn't practice every uh, day that week. But I actually played in the game. I got around 80 yards that game um, off of uh, coming off that kind of an injury. So there, there is power in the name Jesus. There's still power in that name. I yeah. got you. I got you. Now, I want to look at something. As you were talking, I was looking at some stuff right fast. Um, now, we talk about, like I said, going back right fast. I was talking about how we go with each other because, like, somebody say that they, uh, um, you know, they have a culture or a link to a culture or say that they are part of a historical culture, right? And I'm just using this for example. Um, we see most of the thing here called a, the Hebrew Israelites, right? And do y'all know, a lot of y'all know that they, there's a, a group <clears throat> that's been staying in Demona, Africa since 
what, the 60s? Um, I think about the other, they moved there about in the 60s. And um, don't you know right now, Israel, Israel gave them 60 days, 60 days, at least 46 families, they were told, gave notice, they got to get out of Israel. They got to get out. It was about 33, I mean, about um, three, damn, 3,000 of them, be 3,000 people in all. But I heard gotta, something like that. I didn't hear these details yeah. before, but yeah, I've been hearing something. Yeah. They told they got to get out of there. They got to go. And... See, that's what I'm saying. While we're over here in America, uh, like I said, we're always trying to say, we're trying to find our identity. We're trying to find out exactly who we are. And we have a group of people who say, well, hey, um, I resonate. Something to me resonate to saying this is who I am. Not everybody here in America. You know, some people do that. Some people find, a, you know, the group say, we all Moors, you know. They're not beating up on the Moors now because I'm going to say everybody. You know, some, we all Moors and we... We all this, we all that, and no, no, we not. No, 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 don't start that shit. No, we not. <laughs> we all uh, we, and even in Africa, you don't see them, and even in ancient time, you don't see them all under the same what they call tribe or nations. Even then, they had split in different stuff, right? So anyway, so it's just the thing that you, you see them going out there, and then now, even them, they're gonna go over there. They getting kicked out. They been there and then they supposed to have a what they call a permanent permanent residence residency over living under there they supposed to be there because they had this thing in israel called the um the uh, uh the return something like shit i don't forget what they call it. but you know but uh, we already mm-hmm. know they, they was trying to get there. black people to come there yeah well and not well yeah they brought in the um they were saying if you are you had uh, the right to return something like this here you know, if you were a were a Israelite or something like that, or a so-called Jew, the law of return is the name of the law of return. You qualify mm-hmm. for citizenship. Now, here's it. Here again, y'all. That's just like the native or the Aboriginal people or the original people that was here, which they call Indians, was in this land, right? <laughs> and now the Europeans came over here and don't took the goddamn land. And now maybe, you know, the, the, the native, instead of the, 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 the aboriginal people, some of them probably went down to, uh, I got to say, leap out of whether this territory, whether it was like way down past Mexico or somewhere, they went to El Salvador or something like that. And they said, hey, we 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 trying to come back. You know, we want to come back to what's now called North America. The European would know you got to qualify. You got to qualify under the law of return. Only if you, you know, you got to pr- prove that you are, you know, all this old crazy. I know, hey, wait a minute, hold up. Hold up, Doc. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. You broke in this mother sucker and stole it and took this shit. Are you imitating that you are the original people of this land? How about you the real, the, like the, the younger thing, how about the $5 Indians and shit? You mm-hmm. the and you trying to tell me I got to prove my shit? This is my original stuff, and you trying to me I got to prove it? That's what they doing basically over there. Basically, nuts shit. But see, that's wrong because they the ones that came in there and stole that whole thing in 1948. That we know, but see, this the point again. See, like, and 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 just say some say the comedic community, some brothers and sisters here in the comedic community. Y'all saying well, y'all are the, the true Kimites or the Nubians, and you trying to go over there, and they might do you the same way. But see, that's what I'm saying. See, we got to stop battling each other, man. 
And when shit like this is happening, those people have been over there since the 60s, and now they're going to get kicked out. You know, they gonna, they're trying to get kicked out. So they got. I guess they got to come back to Chicago, which is where they, where they originally from. <laughs> Brother uh, Ben Amin, you know, started that, that movement over there. Yeah. That's sad, man, because like I said, it, it, it just goes back to when we arguing over, arguing over here in each other, with America, and arguing over here in America about you ain't this, you ain't that. And then they got all them fucking Europeans over there doing this. They'll say, hey, ain't none of y'all that shit. Fuck y'all. Get All of y'all get out. And see, that was like, well, then you, there you go again. So where, what, what are we going to stand at? What are we going to stand as a people at? See, we ain't even standing. We, we, we should all be saying again, like we were saying, hey, bro, look. Like they said, man, we all of that in the bag of chips, bro. All, this, all of that was our shit. You know, we just was different tribes and different nations. We all had that before y'all ass even got here. Y'all have done it come lately, second class motherfuckers, man, not us. So how in the hell? So, hey, look, that's my brother over there, the Arab over there. Like, see, they talk about the Semitic language. I mean, the Semitics, right? You know, the Arab, because I'm just going to use some biblical terminology for a minute. And you had, Ish, you had um, Ishmael and Isaac and stuff like that, two brothers, that, which came out to be the Israelites and uh, the Ishmaelites, but they called the Arabs or whatever, right? So now we might say the Israelites and the Muslims, as far as the so-called religious terms. And we know those that was supposed to have been black nations. So he's supposed to say, hey, bro, look, man, look, bro, why don't we stop fighting each other? We both come from the same line, bro. Why the fuck are we fighting each other, man, over bullshit? And we got these imposters over here or the people pretending to be us. And, bro, we fighting each other talking about, no, nigga, you ain't no Muslim. No, nigga, you ain't no goddamn Israelite. And we fighting each other and the imposters sitting there laughing at us like, ah, I got all y'all goddamn birthrights. I got both of y'all birthright. Y'all crazy as hell. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, when we really look at this shit, man, stop the bullshit. Stop. Let's stop this, man. Because, like, again, I'd have you determine out. People be saying, we get knowledge of self. Every brother said, man, that's what he is, a sister. Who the fuck is you to say this man ain't that's that? If, you know, if it ain't, bo- listen, if it ain't bothering you, why you got to bother them? If it's not hurting you, affecting you, why you got to bother them? Because it's like the same thing can go down. When you trying to tell them they not, how you like it when somebody trying to tell you what, trying to tell you that you ain't that? See, they start picking on your organization or, or whatever your community. Man, y'all ain't them goddamn people, bro. See, then you're, you're going to go on the defensive. Man, you got those messed up, man. I am. I'm, see, then you ain't going to like that then, will you? You ain't going to like that. Like they said, when the shoe is on the other foot. Mm-hmm. Brother, if it ain't, like I said again, if it's not hurting anybody, like I said, it's not being destructive to our community and to the society, like we seeing all of this other shit that's going on with all these shooting, these little groups out here that's clicked up, like what they call the gangs and whatnot, that's clicked up shooting up the other and killing each other. Let me ask y'all something here. Let me, let me be, let's, let's be real with it for a minute. Let's be real. Do y'all see, I got to throw one in here. That I was a part of. Now I know they're not Nawabians no more. This is they call Sabians. Do y'all see the Sabian nations out here shooting up each other and drive-bys and selling dope on the corner and, and being detrimental to their people? I don't see that shit, and especially like in their guards. Do y'all see the? Basically, do y'all see the the comedic community as they say the comedic community out here doing this? All in the news, the man they don't shot up, man. Them goddamn Kimites, bro. Them folk, they're crazy here. These country community people, man. Them whole <laughs> Man, they shooting up people like crazy, man. They just robbed, man. 
They robbed a senior citizen home the other day, man. Them whole tipples crazy. <laughs> I ain't calling them whole tipples. Man, them whole tipples, man. Them some gangsters, boy. They crazy. Do y'all see my brothers and sisters in the nation of God's nerve? Do y'all hear anything bad about them? About them doing people out here like that as a group? Now? Do y'all hear anything about them? Do the nation of Islam? Y'all hear them as a collective doing all this negative bullshit out here that we talking about? Do y'all hear that about them? No, you not. So, but what you you see them, my brother, sister, they trying to help uplift like like uh, the brother. Uh, what they said, I'm gonna give them their respectful name, y'all. I ain't saying with all that bullshit, man, no more. Like we see the prophet Noble Drew Ali said, we come here to uplift humanity, not tear down humanity, to uplift humanity. So if they doing that, uplifting humanity, hey, bro, we ain't got nothing to say, bro. Hey, that's my that's what we doing, bro. For real? That's what y'all doing over there? Yeah, that's what we trying to do, too. Okay, right on then, brother. Man, let me get one of them bean pies. I got you, my brother. Hey, you want to find a call, too? Yeah, let me get one of them, too, bro. I'm telling you, man, I was still buying final calls and everything. I ain't give a, uh, man, me too. Me, and I still were buying final calls. I still were, man, supporting my brothers and sisters and all the other. The, uh, uh, the Hebrew newspapers, they had some Israelites that had newspapers. Uh, it was called Jerusalem Chronicles or something. I'm buying all that, bro. Then my brothers and sisters, man, they out there trying to make uplift because the information, I was getting information. I, I ain't buying that shit. Bro. I don't fuck with them. I don't fuck with them Israelites. I don't fuck with them just here. I don't, man. Come on, bro. I'm getting the knowledge, dog. I'm getting the knowledge. Like my brother LJ talking about the gods, man. They read all type of things, bro. They ain't getting stagnated. Some of us, we get stagnated. If my master teacher ain't telling, teaching this, this, if it ain't come from my master teacher. Come on, your master teacher got some of the shit he got from some motherfucking well. She ain't just fell out his motherfucking lap. The motherfucking aliens the ship didn't just jump down. Well, some of y'all do believe this shit. Like she came down in the ship and he specially made from somewhere else and they gave him this motherfucking information. Come on, bro. We all got to lift something from somebody else, man. Especially when you study the organizations that's in America. A lot of them have learned this stem from each other. Again, brothers and sisters, come on. Y'all talking about unifying. We can unify some of these fucking organizations. Now, you, we might not agree so much on, uh, on a lot of it on doctrine. We probably won't agree a lot of it on the doctrine. I ain't saying that. I, that I understand that. Because, hell, you got some Israelites, some Hebrews, hell, we don't even agree with it on doctrine here, straight from the same Bible. We don't agree with it. So we know damn well an <laughs> outsider ain't going to agree with us. So we can leave that alone. But when we have social issues, we, we're in a neighborhood and we having um, like homeless situations going on. And, you know, saying we having lit- illiteracy going on in the community. The children can't half-ass read and all of that. I might even take them one of them classes too, y'all. And all of that. I told you, I got to go back to kindergarten. But we having all of these type of things just happening. Brother, that's a common denominator for us to come together with. If you, I don't give a fuck. If the, like I said, if you got a comedic class and y'all are teaching, like I said, you can't, people having problems as adults that can't read on a certain level. And if I don't give a damn if it is a comedic center. And, hey, man, we got reading classes, man, you know, over here. I ain't talking about reading metanetta, but just reading class to help our people read. And I don't give a damn why I am a Hebrew, uh, Israelite, or whatever. Hey, bro, you know what? I'm going to go over there, man, and take them reading classes. I'm going to need a mathematics class. God's never teaching mathematics shit. Uh, hey, bro, classes where we teach people how to learn, how to do, you know, study, like math. But that For was real? the good thing about the UNIA, man. That's what I'm telling everybody, you. Everybody, all groups can come to the UNIA, you know. Yeah, that's what it, and that's what Malcolm was trying to redo. 
with his organization, brother. It wasn't about what we don't give a damn what your organization was affiliation. We care about that. Let's come together. We have a common denominator, and that's what it is. Like you said, put your religion in the closet. Hey, more power to you. If Jesus is gonna help you work it out and bro, get this shit did, Muhammad, Buddha, or whoever, bro. If that's your power, that's your source. That's your source. Like they said, Islam, they said, man, that uh, Allah is mean the source. If that's your source to help you, man, give you that energy, give you that positive energy to do the right thing, like Spike Lee said, bro, hey, bring it on to the table because we need that. We need that. Because your oppressor kicking, he kicking all our ass, you know, with the bull crap that they're doing. Y'all think, man, Bill Gates and the Bilderbergs, you think they all get it? You think they all really, really agree with each other? But they do agree on the agenda that they have set. But y'all really think everything they agree with each other on? Hell to the no. They don't. We, we even look at these other countries over there with the Europeans, uh, European nations. They fight each other like a mother sucker. Y'all see that? They fighting them like a motherfucker over there in uh, certain places. But they will agree like we got to hold them Negroes down don't let they ass rise up and come up and get back to their number one spot like they used to nope we ain't gonna let them do that they'll come together on that but anything some other thing like uh uh-uh, fuck that we ain't we don't we ain't gonna all agree we ain't all gonna agree but we have to really find this one niche this one common denominator and let's stick with that let's stick well, with that there's a way to do that but too many people tend to want to push what they do or what they're doing anyway. Instead of just chilling and minding their own business and doing their thing, they're still trying to tell you about their thing. So that's that's the only thing. So it's the ones that wear their religion on their sleeve. Like you see them in their whole garb, whatever that garb may be in whatever religion. They wearing their whole religion on their sleeve, all right. So now, it, it, that's where it, it seems that those types tend to still tend to try to be more top of you instead of just being neutral and just just playing the game where okay, everybody let's participate fairly here. They're trying to overwhelm you with their doctrine instead of less promoting getting some things done. Let's meet some uh, some goals and let's set some agendas and meet some goals together. But don't don't let I'm I'm falling back. All I'm doing is coming to the table here with my track suit on or my my two piece suit on with a you know, whatever how I might be rocking. And and you still got your stuff on. And we're not talking about our agenda but, but and our goal. But, but see, again, that's not the person who we're looking for. That's not the person who we're talking about. Because, again, see, when we put – see, the, the thing about it, like, I, like I'm saying it now, when we put that out there, we put it out there like, brother, listen, we don't care what your thing is, like I said, your faith. Hey, man, we got a common factor that we need to focus on. We don't care about your faith. We don't care. A lot of it, here you go to work, you, you get a job. You, you apply for a job. You don't give a fuck who the owner. You don't ask the owner what's your, I, I ain't working at that job. He's a Christian. He, you know, he's an atheist. You don't ask what's the damn faith for the owner of the company. You go there and work. Get your goddamn paper. That, you found a common denominator. Get my money. So why, 
why can't we do that the same thing like saying we have in what we having in our community poverty we have another these other things we can come together see we make it this that's another goddamn excuse for us not to come together we see somebody gonna be trying like you said but trying to wear their religion on their sleeve hey fuck it we don't know yet let's t- until we try to put this shit together let's try to do it right but what we but need to do is have a code. Hey, brother, that's why that ain't, we come, that ain't what we come here to do bro they hey chill chill with that i don't give a damn if you wear your uniform hey if, if you can wear your spiritual you uniform sure could, but the brother can wear, wear his fringes see what that would do that would just show the people who don't want us to come together damn they came together right. on the front like right. that he got his fringes right. on he got his kufi on he got this on yeah. Damn, they coming together for a common cause. Like that would be good wow. if nobody was was trying to overwhelm each other with each other's stuff, and we just working on this one thing, and then we working together, we putting our money in, we pooling our money, and we building here, and so that's what it should be about. Yeah, and I'm just saying, like, just for a food drive one day, and then we got this. You got a, you got the you got the brothers with the with the camps, the Hebrew camps. You got the brother with the this group over here, the church. You got this brother with. Uh, maybe my brother with the Savi and they, everybody like whoever, you know, in his respective mm-hmm. city. We come together, they go buy this some fruits. They got this over here. We all come together, man, and then just go out in the community and just pass, like I said, handing out fruit bags or whatever. Hey, who ain't nobody in charge. We all came together and bought it. They responded, they, okay, they said they're going to buy the apples. Okay, they're going to buy the bananas. They're going to buy the, the, the plums. They're going to buy this in. They're going to buy the bags. Ziploc bags, whatever we need to put them in. Then we come together and put it all in together, and we all ride out together, you know, and, and, and just go in the neighborhood, one of these housing complexes or whatever, and just start passing them out. Ain't no motherfucking center leader. We all lead. We all did this as a collective. At the end of the day, it just all of us, we did this. We we gave back to the community. That's what it's all about because, number one, that's what all of them groups are supposed to be about, serving but that's each what- serving the community. But see, if you so, but I'm not saying, but it's like, even from the get go, just like this, see, we already throwing a negative in it because somebody gonna be trying to do this. We don't know. We we that's not who we call. See, the caller already again. If you make the flyer or whatever you're trying to do, you're gonna make it be known. We ain't, this ain't what we doing. It ain't about your religion. It ain't about. We this. would have this to have a code though, and the code was already put that, out bro. there for us. Uh, you're missing the, the point. Cold was the red, black, and green. Pay you, know? att- you ain't got you, you ain't got it with it. See that y'all already y'all already don't fucked up because no, everybody but, ain't gonna see, no because because Marcus, Marcus Garvey because of Marcus Every, Garvey. But brother, here's uh, what, see, again you already alienating people. You notice what no, I no, see. No, Marcus Garvey brought them together in that building. Everybody, everybody got came red, into that building and, and we all got along. But you said we all got to wear red, black, and green. Everybody don't agree with that. See, no, that's the no, again, that's it, about stupidity about what to wear. The point is, we going out having a a food drive. That's 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 the that's the goal. We having a food drive. We don't give a damn what your affiliation. Everybody, you can come with your friends. You can come with your kufis. You can come with your crowns. We can, whatever your affiliation, bro. Bring them apples, bring your oranges, bring your what you call. The goal is to let's get out in the community as a people, man, and just so give back. If, our if community. I came with the flag, what would you, I mean, you wouldn't be opposed to me having the red, black, and green flag out there with a. Brother. Right. You, you missing the whole point. And I think you know what I'm saying. 
But you trying to that already right there? You will be excluded. I'm not getting. No, I'm not trying to get. You already be excluded. We already don't kick you out. Cause see, you already called. You already causing confusion already. Oh damn. Yeah, cause you are. Cause cause you you really not catching it already. Because here we go again. Let me make the point again, brother. We saying we don't give a damn about your affiliation, what your fucking religion is. You can bring your flag. You can bring whatever. See, again, we want to show this unity. So please bring your flag. Bring your star and crested flag. Bring your RBG flag. That's bring what I'm talking about now. In the, in the Garvey unity. house, you can do that. Under Garvey, you can do all of those things. Everybody wear red, black, and green, bro. What are you talking about? No, that was the banner that everybody united under. Now, you could have any religion or whatever thing you came from, but we all... When you came in the Garvey house, that's what was there, red, black, and green. But now we're not talking about that because now you finna get some brothers over here that's not down with the red, black. I ain't fucking with that because I'm not finna ride under black, red, black, and green. We got our that own. was supposed to unite all of us. We needed something to unite But we all want to unite under that. We don't want to unite. Bring your own shit. God damn, brother. You understand what's happening, but see, again... You might be like Farrakhan doing. We might need a new flag. If y'all don't like the red, black, and green, tell me what colors you like. Like I, I I just want. We need a unity flag. We don't need no unity flag. Bring your the power is that the world is seeing us in our own respective culture, our own respective whatever groups, organizations coming together. They seeing the black flag. There are some places I go and I see. I see. It's a building, some buildings. They got every they they got flags from all different nations on this one building. All different respective flags. If you bring your flag, bring your cultural dress, bring all of that. The goal is is to get out here and feed the people. That's the goal. It ain't about what your flag look like. It ain't about, that's not the point. See, that we want the world to see, again, that black people, if, if we're going to say black organizations, black cultures can come together under one unity for a mission. If we just did, just, just say, if we were to try that as a food, it's like, damn, if they can come together that time, it's like, ain't no, it'd be like the Bible said again, I'm going to go to the torch or not. They said, man, they speak in one language. Man, if they do that, ain't no telling what else they can't do. They came together. We don't care what you got on, bro. Now you go to a goddamn rock, you go to a rap concert, we talk about rap, you go to any kind of functioning. Do they tell you everybody, all of y'all got to wear the same clothes? You go, you buy your uniform, you finna get dressed up, you don't, you go however you like. That's what we're saying. Brother, come on out. We want you to rock your uh, Nawapian flag or Sabian flag. We want you to rock that, that uh, uh, um, the symbol of the gods and earth. I'm saying the symbol. I forgot what it's called right there. The flag of the gods and earth. We want y'all to bring that out. Please bring that out. Because we wanted them to see our unity. We want them to see the the the, the diversity. Like they throwing out here in America now. It's diversity. Diverse. We want them to see that. We need them to see this. So all this shit, because come out, well, we got to have a one flag to unite under. That's already, you know, fucked up already. Now, the whole ain't nothing finna fly. Because now you're trying to make everybody, again, that's what's the problem again. We're trying to put everybody under one banner. We're trying to put, how long we been doing that? Trying to put everybody under one banner. That shit ain't working, dog. 
So if you could, maybe we come under your own respective thing, bro. Maybe we can get somewhere. Set the goal and let's work on the goal. Let's work on the goal. That's that's the point. That's the objective. That's the main fucking objective. And can we try that? And then once we get, you know, start trying shit like that, then, then you know, I can try something. But but again, everybody wants their own respective thing. If they got their own respective group, they because when you join and you agreed to rock under that. And I understand what God and them did, but he probably, it was a lot of probably people wanted to rock with but God and them probably like, I don't I don't rock with that red, black, and green. And they probably <laughs> didn't come with you. They probably didn't come with to kick it. Ah, excellent point. W.E.B. Du Bois. They didn't fuck with Garvey, did he? They didn't mess with him, did he? And Garvey, them ended up, I mean, you know, they was in opposition with him, but then they ended up going to Africa, just what Garvey was talking about? Yes, they did. So they probably didn't want to rock with that. See, sometimes, like I said, bro, we, we simply, it's so, it's simple, but we make it hard. It's simple. When you start telling somebody, never mind. It's, it's simple, bro. Set the objective and let's ride with it. Come with the come All with right. the difference. So what we need to do with it. Is, is we need to make sure that we step to these music executives that are putting out this or allowing this music to hit the airwaves. We need to demand that they don't do this no more because it's really destroying the fabric of the minds of the people out here from youth, from young to old, from five to 10 years old on up to 40 to 50 to 60 years old. Because if they're older people and they're listening to today's music, then they're part of the problem because they're not being leaders. They're following people. And they're following the dictates of the adversary of the creator, which is Satan. And so no one is playing fairly anymore. Everybody's operating from a point of view of bad versus good. If you're not even willing to love your neighbor to your neighbor, then that's already a strike against you because it's written that the creator would rather you love your neighbor, respect your neighbor, want for your neighbor what you want for yourself, things like that. That's not what's going on generally anymore. And and so Satan has infiltrated the minds of all of the people in many different ways whether it's through the music or through the movies or even through those video games that desensitize you towards death and murder and those movies that do just the same thing when all you see is people being shot and killed over and over and over again. It's just like the music that you put on and you're listening to it maybe 15 hours or 20 hours out of the day, probably 15 or 14 sometimes, 
if you just if that's all you're doing is listening to music and not getting any other type of things between the ears and all you hear is perpetual over and over again how somebody's going to kill somebody or how to uh, have sex with multiple women or bragging about how you have sex with multiple women or bragging about how you stole money or how you killed somebody and you got money or you you did this and you robbed people or you robbed a bank or you did all these bad things in the music. And then you got people listening to you wanting to be like you. And so they become corrupted because of your could have been reversed. If you were putting out good and good thoughts and good things to do and and uh, how to uh, think clearly or think about things that uplift your consciousness, then that would be a different thing. That would be something that, you know, that would make sense to follow a person. But if they're constantly saying something and all you hear over and over and over again is the same thing, the same thing all day long, negativity about you, your own self, your kind, your sisters, and brothers, what you call niggas and bitches, not you and me, sorry, but them, uh, then that's going to, you know, that's going to do a disservice to your brain and your overall outlook on life and how you see people. And then it creates a self-hatred aspect of your life to make you hate other people that look like you. Because in your music, all it tells you is to kill somebody if they look at you wrong or disrespect you or try to do something to you, you're going to kill them. If they try to do anything, even say something to you wrong, they want to kill you in the music. And and that turns into their life. And so you get into a dispute with somebody on the street, and it could just be some mere words. They're ready to kill you. Because of how the music is playing out in lives, making you believe that just because somebody says something you don't like, you can kill them for that. It ain't have nothing to do with them owing you anything or you did something physically to them that hurt them. Just because you said this or that could cost you your life against someone who thinks this type of way. And there's too many people who follow these rappers who think this type of way. And a lot of these rappers are not from the streets. They're from suburban communities. That's right. And a lot hey, of them. I mean, it could be. I know we got 10 more minutes. We got a we got a special, special caller in the house. Peace to you, Eric. All right, let's bring him. Hey, Eric, what's happening, fam? Peace to you, peace. Just you don't know who that is. That's what's what's going like, on, Mr. Jeff? Alpha Male. There you go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How <laughs> you been? How you been? Hey, Mr. Alpha Male, how's the brother doing? Always good, always good. I was wondering about you, man. I'm glad you're still kicking. I, I thought maybe, you know, you know, that bug might have got you out there or something. Hopefully it didn't, but I was like, maybe that COVID thing, you know, creeped up on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm hard. To I ain't heard from you in the dog days. Maybe, maybe he kicked the bucket. Nah, nah, you know, every once in a while I have to regroup. Go a different direction. There you go. Oh, it's, it's, it's it's too dangerous to become stagnant, so I just keep moving forward. But uh, yeah, I just uh, hadn't talked to you brothers in a while. I wanted to compliment you on the show. Good show. Yeah, so, but uh, I, I I know 
our people are in a conundrum right now. Um, Everybody is bottled up. They can't speak their mind. Yeah. And that's real frustrating. So what's happening in our communities, man, everybody's going for the low-hanging fruit. Hmm. So they're killing each other, taking out their friends and family, you know, when their anger should be directed at the people that are causing this. You know, because we're all suffering down here at this level. You know what I mean? And to take your frustration out on us, it, it's, it's unproductive because the problem still exists. You you didn't target the source. So that that's what I see going on with us right now. You know, they're trying to uh, destroy our families with this uh, COVID shit, you know. And I love my sisters, but uh, they, they fall in for it. You know, they sneak, they sneaking out, getting shots and shit, not telling their husbands or spouses, you know, Dang. come back in the house, lay down next to him. He can't figure out why he's feeling like shit now. Well, she got the shot. She's a carrier now. She's shedding the uh, virus to you and your family. Yep. So, Super yeah. spreaders once they take that vaccine. Exactly. You know. And so, then, you know, you have sex with them. You could have, they could be sexually transmitting the vaccine to you. Exactly. But the trick, the trick bag is y'all sit down and have a discussion about what's good for the family. We decide. Right. Right. The science says this thing at its worst has a 99% survival rate. Y'all come up and say, okay, we're not going to do this. You find out days later that they go on and do it and don't tell you about it. Then they got so the market now, of beef. You feel me? So it, this whole thing is designed to put more pressure on us than we've ever experienced, and it's working. It is working. It's a pandemic. Oh yeah, you know, and. uh yeah, that's that's. I mean, we we got some serious pressure on us right now, and uh, you know, only the strong ones survive. It's gonna be zombies next year. Well, I'm glad you said that because go on the CDC website and look up the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, I saw that crazy stuff. Yeah. Now, why would they? Y'all better watch it. Better carry a knife. We have something like that on there. Yeah. Keep <laughs> me a knife. Well, they clearly tell you that these uh, injections are an operating system designed to fool your immune system to allow somebody to hack in and take control, have you kill your babies, and walk around naked, drown your kids, hearing voices. Y'all see where I'm going with that, right? Yes, sir. Yup. Damn, hearing voices. That's what the sister said. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot so, of people already been planning with nano chips a long time ago, and they've been under control a long time ago. Yep. And they're called targeted individuals. They've been practicing That's on, right. practicing on yeah. them for 50 years. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So watch your backs. Watch your people. Because uh, this, this shit is real. Because they're under some kind of hypnosis right now. 
Logic plays no part in their decisions, actions, or emotions. So you're you know, right. I'm being, I'm being serious when I say guard your grill. Yes, sir. And again, I'm going to tell you, our brother, what a brother had said today. Now, he took the shot. That was some good. And he took the shot. And one, two of the guys took the shot. I'm the only one in the truck that ain't took the shot with three of us. I'm like, I ain't took shit. So they like, they, they were talking about something about, um, if yeah, they're going to have it, if you don't take the shot, they're going to end up taking you to jail and all this. They said, yeah, then we're going to start seeing the real from the fake. Then they was like, they was in agreement. Like, we're going to start seeing the real from the fake. We're going to see who the real men and this and that. Because, like, he got the shot basically saying, if you got the shot, you the real and you ain't got the shot, you the fake. That's the kind of shit they was basically saying. Because they they have been duped by the devil. (laughs) They believe anything the devil tell them. And they trust everything. They don't let God lead them at all. Not at all. Yeah. And that that takes me to another point you were talking about, like uh, people dogging out religious uh, well, it's the institutions that they're dogging out. It's not the individuals. Because I, I'll put it this way. How long do you continue to go to a whorehouse that used to be a church? Yeah. yeah. And, and you know? we, we had to have a long discussion on that one church because I, the churches don't function like they used to back when right. I was about them civil rights movements. Well, not civil rights, but those movements either. So, yeah, that's a different subject. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not the individuals they're really targeting. It's the, the blanket. And and it's done on purpose, you know, because we got these avatars running around here saying they speak for black people, but mm-hmm. they, they don't know the first thing about being a black person because they're just an avatar. Mhm. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah, like that, oh, man. Yeah. It's a lot. You, you sure said it, bro. And that made me think too. I wonder did that sister take that damn shot? Now that you mentioned that, bro. How old was she? Well, she could. I forgot, bro. My brother. Oh, I brought. Can look at that before we hang up, bro. Chances are, with all those children she had, she's taking a lot of different shots. And yep. she's been taking shots for years, and they probably hit her with something years ago. And yep. that, if she continuing to take it, she's going to hear voices. I was like you said, so right when you took something, you heard some voices, and you got to shut that down. Like, I can't be taking this stuff. But some people get addicted to it, and then they got to take it. And then she mm-hmm. hear those voices, and then they do that crime. And then they'll tell you straight up, I heard voices, and the devil made me do it and all that. And the truth is, the devil is in that medicine. So she, was, devil, she was 29 huh? years old. She was 29. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the devil she, is she in that a, medicine. She had a minimum of 17 injections. Unvoluntary. I don't know what she did in her adult, adult life, but uh, I can guarantee you she had at least 17 from the time she was uh, crawling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then having children and all that, they give you more when you're in the hospital taking your blood and checking for this and that. And they're doing all the kind of other stuff to you. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Then they even doing that with this stuff with the COVID. Like here in Memphis now, they got this little thing to try to – because they said uh, uh, the people trying – they're not going to get them like they used to. Now they got a thing. If you go and get the shot, 
you get a chance to put your name in a registry to win a car. They trying out, and then they had <laughs> see there, see there, yeah, That's some bull crap. Yeah, then they had yeah, this man. thing. If you go get one, you, you get your card right. You go get a free dunk, uh, free Dunkin' Donut every day. Oh goddamn! <laughs> yeah, a <Hey>, donut. <sighs> well, I'm telling you, man, we're gonna be in big trouble in about a year from now. Well, <laughs> like I told my wife, uh, it's been a long time ago, but I told her we're gonna lose a lot of people in the next five years. Mm. And I was right. Because people are dropping like flies. They're hiding the numbers. But the only yeah. ones you hear about are the celebrity ones. Yes, sir. You know. So, and it's not corona that's killing anybody. It's always the treatment. Same with cancer. Cancer ain't never killed nobody. Mm. It's always the treatment. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yep. but I, I'll say this, and I hope y'all take this to heart. Watch yourself and watch the people around you. I don't give a fuck who they are. Man. Because you mentioned earlier about there's this uprising of the fake feminine mm-hmm. led by the dykes. Mm-hmm. Our women are falling for it. I can see the change in them. They, they 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 want this respect but not earning it. You know, so they, things are really nasty out here for a black straight man. Yeah, so guard your grill. You know, I mean it's it, this is warfare. You know, I give up nobody say this is warfare. And like you said, the Asians have become a have fell into protective status. The faggots have protective status. The women have protective status. You know what I'm saying? But everybody but the black straight black man. <laughs> Hell no. You know, so no, they don't. We don't have that, and they're not going to give it to us. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. And oh, when they was talking about uh, some some of the people from. I hate to use this broad term, but Africa that were of the original Jews that they were claiming could come back to Israel. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the consolation prize was a vaccination shot that sterilized all the women. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. And I heard they was trying to do that to the people in Demona, and they was making them, they had to join the military too. Exactly. So don't think for a minute that the United States ain't behind this shit. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. just two wings, two wings of the same dirty ass crow. Dirty crow. Damn. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd rather. No, have I think they're. I think they're even worse over there from Israel. They are so much worse than American no. people. Nah, don't don't be fooled. All right. Because you. Because you're next now. <laughs> all this technology and all this spying and all this police behavior, that's compliments to Israel and the United States. They they mm-hmm. work together. Yes, sir. They just, lie, they just lie different in different languages when they choose to, but they speak the same language, the same blood flowing through their brains. Why do okay. you think they were so pissed off at Hitler? The United States yeah. had to get involved, right? So, 
they equally well. they equally bad. They equally the same. They're like equally it's, bad. It's the okay. same people because at the end they brought all those people right here, put them in high offices, and they still in high offices. How can somebody that's barely a third of a population be in every political power position in the country? Mm-hmm. And what they say, man, when they get they get a senator or somebody like that, they get sworn in off. They had to swear that you know they can't do nothing against Israel, or speak out against Israel, or something to that degree. Y'all ever heard heard something like yeah, that? Yeah, I've heard yeah. that. I've heard Cynthia, that. Cynthia, Cynthia McKinney showed the documents. Damn. Yeah. yeah. So don't yeah. don't think for one minute it's them and us, because <laughs> uh, it, it is them. And they can't wait till it ain't no us. Man. Like a motherfucker. Okay. Because, because yeah. in history, you know, it was one of them old crackers talking about the Negro problem. Yeah. Well, you think you think that went away? We, we no. Were never, we were never meant to be free, prosper, and grow. Because Ronald Reagan jumped on that. Yeah. Hmm. All up, man. Even a butt boy Obama. Yo, man, don't even mention that. <laughs> only I'm just Project. I, I, I know you did. And he's one of them started talking about that. We got to get more women. See, they know there was a plan because he had already started saying it. We got to get more women in prominent positions. Right. And then every woman they claim they put in a position turns out to be a fucking trainer. <laughs> Damn. So, go gay. We at war, brothers. We at war. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, we got a big problem. Many problems. Yeah. Our women, oh, yeah. our modern women, they're done. So we got a problem. Oh. We know we can't even get with our modern women. They are finished. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They finished. I mean, go ahead. They got they got wrong expectations and wrong priorities and everything. They all they they whole outlook is all European eyes, some kind of fantasy islands type stuff. Yeah. Most yeah. of them over 30, 35, never going to be married ever. They're gonna they're gonna <laughs> die lonely and all that because they just don't want to get their stuff together. Yeah, I mean it's just. Know, it's it's just fucking retarded because how are you gonna be different, act different, but expect the same? Hmm. If they want to be the boss, that's the problem with the modern women. They want to run everything. They don't want to sit back and and submit to a man and and work with a man. They want to run the man and be the boss and wear the pants and all that at the same time and 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 try to dog a man. That's the problem. And it ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna work. Well, you made it sound nice, but they want your ass dead, and they want to benefit from your death. That's that's all you mean to them. Yeah, he said the wrong thing, boy. He said submit, boy. You made some women, goddamn it, go crazy as soon as you said that word submit. Well, that's their problems. That's the why they they're not gonna be married. They're not gonna uh, enjoy their later life with the man that they've been with for a long period because 
they can't get their act together right now. Exactly. Just just ask them, who would they rather submit to, a man that loves them and protects them or a cracker that hates them and wants them dead? Hmm. Well, they're going to end up with another woman later on because they're going to have to live with their aunts or they live with their sisters or their mother-in-laws. Or they, I mean, they just have to live with other women. That's what it's going to come to. These women are trying to run men because they're raising these young men to be punks. Yeah, you ain't so, about that. So how, how, how is a real man like you or I going to let a woman run us when they're raising men so that they can run the men? They're right. raising punks so they can run all over them. Right. You know. Now, that's why now we know. modern women are done. That's why I say they done, because they're raising boys to be punks. Oh, yeah. And that's why they all got a little crew of faggots running behind them. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. But what they don't know is them faggots them them too, clothes and all kind of little tight-fitting clothes and everything. And they single. They ain't trying to work it out with the man. Just want to talk all kind of crap about the man, the baby father. Just talk crap about him. But they ain't, they got so many issues that they they can't see it in the mirror because they're not trying to look at no mirror. They're not going yeah. nowhere near a mirror. Going to right. talk all about a man. No, I don't have these issues, but I see him. I see him every day. It's pathetic. Oh, it's, it's your issue, too. <laughs> it's not my issue. I don't have any children. I'm cool. I no relationships. No. I don't have a woman. I ain't been married. None of that. I'm good. No, but I'm saying in your daily life, in your daily transactions, somewhere, somehow, it's going to affect you. You know, like we can't. Well, that's true because ignore... I'm talking about it. Right, right. You know, you feel me? So, yeah, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna be alright though. Yes, sir. That's right. I be goddamn, I don't bend over a bad out for nothing and nobody. Right on. I don't give I don't give a fuck. That's right. You know. And if it come down to getting a shot or giving a shot, you gotta do what you gotta do. Man. <laughs> yeah, ain't nobody gonna come and knock knock down your door and make you take the shot. That's these right. these people are voluntarily doing this to their own selves when they don't even have to. Right now, do I, I can't believe it. They don't have to do this. Nobody say, "Oh, y'all got to do this." They doing this on their own. They they so gullible. This is a practice thing. This ain't even something that they know that this works and it's gonna be some good. What's gonna end up happening? They're gonna have to take two shots a year, and then a booster. So that's three shots. Then they're gonna have to two more shots a year and a booster. Three more shots. They're gonna have to continue to make them believe you got to continue to do this throughout your life. And then, therefore, they're going to keep you on those computers and everything and always have track of all your movements and your body part movements and everything else. You. But just, They'll be able to they, control you, turn you on and off and everything. They got to get the shot, man, so they can open the, uh, open everything back up so they can go to clubs and have a party and shit. That's why they... <laughs> that's, it's, all, it's all psychological. That shot means yeah. nothing. But that's why they making them do That's why everybody want to get it, man. I'm ready to go back to goddamn it to normal, man. I'm ready to go back to the club and shit, man. Open it. Get my goddamn shit. It's like Alpha Mel said. It's 98% uh, recovery on having uh, this kind of virus. It's the same recovery rate with the influenza, which yep. they, they told us last year, the statistics said that influenza went down 98%. 
It was only two percent of people that caught influenza last year. Are you serious? Right. See, that's why this goes out the window. I don't believe nothing they have to say because that don't make no sense either. That don't make no sense. And this is this is a statistic that was caught brought up by one of those, you know, high power places people that report yeah, these things. Well, I'm pissed off about the fact that they paying for this shit through me. That my gas done went up, my electric done went the fuck up. Uh-huh. Like everything costs more. My groceries cost more now. It, it, it's fucking ridiculous. Man. Yeah, everybody's just went up. Oh yeah, so you gonna pay one way or another? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, just that's part crazy. of it. They 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 really want to. They're yeah. really trying to do this uh, reset. And it all goes back to what Sun Ray said. Because we lack the ability to create a united front, like he said, I don't give a damn who you represent at night. But that day, just a united front, we can solve so much shit. Yeah. But that's why we, we got to learn the secrecy, the art of war, which is to operate in secret. Like like I said about clothing and all that. Don't you Look, you got all that in your head. Don't come out here with that. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.